going on, niggas and friends? We are here. <laughs> Coming in hot. <laughs> Coming in hot. We are here for another episode. Ain't no need to play, Brian. Ain't no need to Ain't play. No need we to missed play. last week. We're a little bit late today. So yeah. we're here. I am we're here. <laughs> I am Brian Hare. And you're here for another episode of Jigsaw Podcast, where we talk about all the things, but particularly yep. talking about the perils, the praise, yep. the productivity, and the pumping circumstance of being black millennials trying to figure this thing called life out. Brian. Yes. How are you? Okay, I can't interpret this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always a great day to be black. Man. It's always. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's always a great day to be black. That's what, that's what the Holy Ghost The Holy Ghost had to say it first. Okay. And then that Ooh. was the interpretation. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. <laughs> we'll go with it. How you been? Man, listen. I'm just here. To, I'm alive. I'm alive as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I won't care about that COVID nineteen. That daughter no wouldn't got you. <laughs> she said the same thing, and I'm gonna flew up out of here. <laughs> slide down in the chair, breast all on her stomach. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> just slide. Mother no would almost flew out of here. Mother no, she said COVID said keep my name out your mouth, Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I heard. Yeah, that you've been watching this Jeffrey Dahmer. I have. I have. Have you? I'm I'm not particularly interested in watching that white man seduce a scheme and kill these black men. I'm just not particularly interested in that. I'm not I'm not fake deep and be like I'ma let, you know, demons and portals in my house because I pray. Right. Right. As much as it might seem like I don't pray, I really do. <laughs> I see. And I, I had some of my leftover glorifest oil and anointed this new house. I'm so you it know might what not I'm saying? Be that, I pray. Anointed. Oh, Mosley could pray. <laughs> Oh, Moses can't Moses or nothing else. He was a preacher and an intercessor. Okay. <laughs> so that I will always, I can hang my hat on that. <laughs> I can hang my hat on. We ain't going to talk about the other things that he may not have been. But what we will talk about <laughs> is the things that he was and he was good at. Glory he was. to God. But anyway, yeah. I pray. So I won't worry about that. I won't worry about that. I won't worry mm-hmm. about the one eyed devil, as the saints call, called the TV. Uh-huh. No, I'm just not interested <laughs> right. in the dehumanization of black men via mm-hmm. this white. Um, erratic homosexual called Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm mm-hmm. just not. I'm just not. But I brought that up because one of our black cousins mm-hmm. got on the internet and confessed a little known fact that I don't think none of us needed to know. Okay. And that was the fact that he was in jail <laughs> with Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> and because he had been in jail so long, he wasn't as familiar with who Jeffrey Dahmer was. Mm-hmm. So Jeffrey Dahmer allegedly heard him singing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you know the history of Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer, mm-hmm. it makes it even more ironic that Mr. Dahmer asked Mr. Jennings, Life Jennings, that is, to sing Pretty Brown Eyes to this man. <laughs> and he obliged in jail and sang Pretty Brown Eyes what to a man? white man in jail. Brian, <laughs> when we say we're picking out this puzzle piece called Life, I don't think that that's one of the puzzle pieces. Nah. <laughs> Singing pretty brown eyes to a white man. That was a choice. It was a yes. choice. And he del- I'm not so much like a lot of people been getting on him because they said they feel like he cloud chasing. Okay. That ain't what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about the fact that you made the deliberate choice to say right. condition to this white man right. in jail. You you had a choice. Had one. <laughs> had one. And you want to sing pretty brown eyes to a white man. If you're Blue listening eyes. to Life Jennings, we had an episode called The Freedom to Choose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I encourage you to go back. Yeah, that's not it. Listen to that one. 
and reconsider your choices from the nineties. Reconsider. Read some literature on the subject. Ooh. Start the verse over, Brian. Do nah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. We, 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 know you don't, we know you we don't know it. it. We know we you don't know it. it. I don't know it. I don't. Know it. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> let me tell you one thing, Brian ain't good at, and that is lyricism. <laughs> I do not remember <laughs> lyrics. A man who loves music the way that he does. I don't remember lyrics. <laughs> you didn't even have to recite no poems, and, and I know the California high school had y'all doing their poetry jam in school. <laughs> I know they did. <laughs> Listen, I don't even remember my Christmas speeches, the Easter speeches. <laughs> you I'm read not, from the paper, man? I, I probably did it, but <laughs> listen. Oh, I don't remember. You know. My mom used to give me. Uh, my mom used to give me monologues. I was up there for ten minutes. <laughs> Everybody else saying Happy Easter, Happy Day. I'm up there. I'm up there, mom, and she would not. Let me walk up there because she was the youth president. She would not let me walk up there with no paper. Okay, yeah. I'm just I'm giving inspirational messages. <laughs> <laughs> but you remember lyrics easily. Oh, because I'm that may be where Jaden get it from. Because you know, yeah, Jaden same thing. You, Reverend, you gotta know what they saying to you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That thing got to resonate in your, in your spirit, man. Like, mm. That's why on Beyonce it's cuffing when she say, "I want to go missing." I don't say that. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't nah. say that. <laughs> We might need to do that, like so at some point in one of the conversations, like you know, s- suspect lyrics, like stuff that you just don't. I don't, I don't say. Speaking of Beyonce, I was re-listening to Four because I went into a Beyonce bag the other day. We got an Alexa, mm-hmm. and I said, Alexa, well, let me not do that because she might start doing. It. <laughs> I said, play Beyonce's Four, mm-hmm. and she played, and it got to rather die young. Oh, and yeah, I was no. like, now Beyonce, the song no. itself, will, you know, it's like, it's good. But I'm like, mm, no. Mm. Yeah. That's what Lauren's, it, that she says all the time, like, that's one song that she just refuses to play. <laughs> it was like, what? And then, like, teenagers are listening to this and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I but no, you know, I'm talking about mm. You remember that song that you didn't know? Gloria? Gloria. Uh-huh. Then I played. It's the it's the same thing. It's the, things won't be the same since you've been away. And then they start talking about how they don't want to live and do all of that oh. stuff because the glory. I was like, I said this song. And when I when I went back and listened to it because I was so surprised you didn't know. It, I was like, it's a little bop, but this is toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like the, it's a little um, the heavy set boy that sang suicidal. You got me suicidal. And then I want to say. Oh, What's the other man that passed away? Um, Juice World. He had a song about like wanting to die or something. I'm like, um, no, no, thank you. And what's that man that uh, got the that got the real go throat? Think he Michael Jackson do all the weird stuff? Weekend. To my, yeah. I can't feel my face when I'm with you, but I love it. Why can't I feel my face when I'm with you? Right. <laughs> Dahmer. What kind of drugs do you get me on? <laughs> you on that Dahmer? I don't listen. What's that movie that came out? Smile. They was cutting people's faces off and putting it on their face. That horror movie. I ain't seen that. Like I ain't seen it either, but I seen the commercials. <laughs> Brian, I don't in not, I I don't I don't intentionally <laughs> go into spaces mm-hmm. that are going to vex my spirit. I just I don't choose it. that. Mm-hmm. I, I I give me a good thriller, um, you know, something that'll you know keep me on the edge of my seat. The black don't, don't like horror. anything. I don't I don't do horror. Yeah, the black don't, don't like horror. Do it. Nope. I don't do it. I don't do Not it. That chance. little leprechaun, he can go mm-hmm. on somewhere. Um, Jason. Now, Jason and Freddie. Freddie is kind of funny. 
But like Jason, like Jason, I can kind of take, mm-hmm. you know, and like the Scream series and, you know, I know what you did last summer, but you start getting into them demon-esque movies, the Amityville horrors, and you start getting a thing like it, clowns climbing out of sewers and, can, you know, you say Candyman and somebody popping in your mirror. I ain't got time. You know how many times I woke up in the middle of the night and had to pee? I ain't got time to have just watched that and then my bladder is, is sensitive and I gotta wake up and look in the mirror and I don't know what I'm seeing. Brian, I don't have time for that. That's why I don't mm. do this. Is matter of fact, this is Halloween season, spooky season as they call it. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this before we on, because I don't know if we're gonna have a Halloween, a real Halloween episode. Probably have not. you ever been to a haunted house? <laughs> Um, not really. I've been to let me see at Knott's Berry Farm in California. Uh, they have this. They have like during the Halloween season, they have like rides and attractions where it's kind of like haunted houses. Um, but other than that, nah, I haven't mm-hmm. been to haunted house. You? I've been once. You've been to the one out here in uh, that Norcross Solutions. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. And I went inside. It was two. It was two for one ticket. Mm-hmm. You want Ashley? I was in there speaking into me, Asher, Johnny. Charmaine, I think it was a few of us. Speaking in tongues the whole time. Mm. And one time I tripped over. I tripped over something and fell. And one of the things jumped out of nowhere. And I, and I was like, buying in the devil and bleeding the blood. How <laughs> <laughs> full on to the house, man? I don't do that. And then I went to Fry Fest at the Six Flags. It ain't that bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this ghost thing popped up out one of the bushes. Uh-huh. Reverend, I squared up on that nigga and start. He started chasing me. I started running toward about how about the how about the molly whop that six last one. He was like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. I was like, I said, I was like, don't run up, bro. don't run up. Don't do it. That glow came out of me. <laughs> <The> glow. <laughs> Black people don't really, we don't really care for you know scary stuff. Like, we don't do that. We don't play with it. Can I mention something else about glow real? Okay, since we here, mm-hmm. this is all over the place. So, I enjoy the fact that she's winning, mm-hmm. and her music is like she's doing her thing. Mm-hmm. But I think her veneers are too big oh. because it's <laughs> it's how she raps. She just mm-hmm. I mean, like I feel like I feel like there's so much. I feel like she stopped up. Somebody <laughs> said. It's as if uh, Principal Greer and Steve Harvey had a baby. That's <laughs> kind of that's glory. Like, that's glory. She do kind of, but I was just like, I, I I love it. But it's like, you know, leaving her song with Cardi B. I know. I mean, like what? It's what just everything's got a Z in it. You know, it's like the fake deep people who want to speak in tongues. They throw them random Z's in there. Oh, you see the video that lady speaking tongues? What lady? Okay, let me find it. Let me find it. Ooh, I ain't seen it like that. Okay, I mean, I'll find it. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, and this, this intro is everywhere. I'm sorry, y'all, but I'm not sorry. This intro is all over the place, and we don't apologize. Unapologetic. Oh yeah. Where to go? Here it goes. All right. Uh huh. All right. Queen Mother said they're not real tongues. Oh, Lord. Okay, I got you. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm not nervous. This is the Holy Spirit. What? 
First of all, Queen Mother in this attitude good time that she's always playing forever takes me down. Jesus is my Easter buddy. Oh. Oh, because I'm just like. What? What was that? That's like that's like that video of that man. Remember the man who's the fastest reader? Yes. <laughs> Somebody else, he said. What? In God's name. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so we're okay. here. <clears throat> okay. For the song of the week. Okay. And um, you know. We're in our we're in our thirties, mm-hmm. and you know I I'm gonna just I'm gonna just do this I'm gonna sing it. Okay. <laughs> that ain't what I wanted to do. I'm gonna sing it, but I feel like even though we may not necessarily resonate with this personally because we all mm-hmm. married and stuff, but I mm-hmm. feel like life. Sometimes has us like this. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> mm. This mm, got me paying a rent, paying for trips, <laughs> diamond on her neck, diamonds on her wrist. Here I am, all alone, all alone. I'm so cold, I'm so cold. She got me out here smoking oh, out the window. Smoking out the window, singing, how could she do this to me? How could she do this to me? Oh, I this girl belong to only me, but I was wrong, because she belonged to everybody, everybody, oh. Just the other night, she was gripping on my thighs, giving me Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. Um, that is smoking out the window by Silk and the yes. Sonic. And sometimes life is that they got, they, she got us paying rent, Listen. paying Listen. for trips. And here we Listen. are, all alone. All alone. So cold, and she so belongs cold. to everybody. She be- everybody. A metaphor. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, with that being said, that almost took me up. With that being said, accept it. Brian, are you ready to go to the Blessed Report and talk about some black excellence? I'm always ready to talk about black people doing great black things. All right, let's do it. Yeah. We here at the Blessed Report where we talk about black folks doing great black things, where we celebrate black people being great. And this week for the Blessed Report, we have Black Pearl Global Investments and Shante <laughs> Williams. Whew. All of that is top tier color. Oh, yeah. Black, black Pearl, Pearl Global. Global. Let's put global on something. Just and the, and international. The owner, and the owner is Shante. I love Shante, it. spelled S H A N T E. I love Shantae, it. That's strong and black. Yes, it um, is. 
It goes without saying that Black Pearl Global Investments is a black-owned asset management firm focused on reducing health disparities, is it health disparities, excuse me, across the globe. Um, uh, entered into an agreement to acquire a Florida-based lens manufacturer called Hydrogel Vision Corporation. Uh, as a result of the acquisition, uh, HVC will be known as Black Pearl Vision, becoming the only black-owned and woman-owned contact lens manufacturer in the world. That's a big deal. Uh, mm. The deal closed in mid-September. HVC, a division of Clario Vision, is best known for its extreme H2O contact lenses. For those contact lenses out there, you should probably know what that is, which are made from a proprietary ultra-hydrating material that retains up to 99% of their moisture for those that, you know, don't have the dry eyes, right? It's located in Sarasota, Florida, the manufacturer produces lenses in multiple sizes, smaller options for those with smaller corneas and narrow eyelids and for larger lenses for those with the big old eyes, right? Um, <laughs> with the big old... Something the about look? small corneas and narrow eyelids just <laughs> tickled my fancy. <laughs> go, go ahead, Brian. Don't matter. You know that big old eyes? That lady that was in uh, on Carmen San Diego, but also the uh, the lady, the black lady that was in um, Lean on Me, that was always hating on. Oh uh, yeah, she do. Her her so at any moment, I feel like they just go pop cartoon. Sit on uh, lip. <laughs> black provision plans to introduce new products to consumers early next year so great black person great black things bless with the shot what, what what you said black but it made me think about pearl vision so that's like the mcdowell's uh, <laughs> bye <laughs> you know that's a pearl vision yeah yeah yeah. and then yeah. you got black pearl vision so that's it's mcdowell's <laughs> oh no we're not we're, Mc, we're not, not mcdowell's we know to all be bad to us the cheese pickles onions our, our balls are not sesame seed they just ready. <laughs> Bless them to Shante and Black Pearl Global Investments, right? Or Black Pearl, yeah. So, um, <laughs> McDowell. Give them a sense. A uh, pride. <laughs> oh, bless your holy ghost. <laughs> Oh, it's so classic. Oh, bless us for the black is. pearl. That there was so many black nuggets in all of that. <laughs> that just so made much. Us, that might have been our most colored bless up of twenty twenty two. Right. I, offered, I didn't even mention they. You know they do have. They're they're introducing um, colored contacts as well for both of us. Niggas in color contacts. Our eyes <laughs> are not light blue. <laughs> Now we got some naturally hazel and some green stuff out there, but that light blue, that nah. purple, all that stuff y'all be trying, y'all know we don't. Bring back color contacts. Bring back color contacts. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do all that. All right, so we did unfortunately have a rest up this week. Oh my god, my god. So God did not do what, Josh? He did not stay the hand of death. He didn't. Um, and here goes the name: Artis Leon Ivy <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Daddy name was that too. <laughs> Listen, just, just passing down black names, <laughs> Junior. Yes, sir. Uh, for those that don't know that name, that professionally persons and uh, well, that name for those that don't know that name, you probably won't recognize it. Uh, professionally, that person is known as Coolio, mm-hmm. right? He's an American rapper. Uh, first writing fame as a member of a gangster rap group WC and the Mad Circle. No Coolio achieved mainstream success as a solo artist in the mid 1990s with his albums "It Takes a Thief," "Gangsta's Paradise," and "My Soul." So those that probably remember Coolio, he's most probably remembered for his hair, looked a mess. Um, Even though 
Right. Um, and I've been spending most of our lives living in the gangster's paradise. That song creeped me out. Why something that? about it was so eerie. It, it was. was something so eerie. I take a look at my life and realize nothing left because I've been gangster and master so long. For the, even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. Never, never fucking ran that day. That's as much as I know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Coolio died. Um, don't know why he died, how he died, but we just know he's in. Cover myself after you said those lyrics. What is <laughs> I just, that? Had to cover myself real quick. You said those lyrics because I know <laughs> that song always disturbed me. Go ahead. Uh, but that's it. That Coolio as uh, went on to somewhere. Um, so rest up to Coolio. I'll fly away. Yes, he is. He got his wings. I will fly I away. Even, never mind. Um, I'm not gonna do we'll that. see him at the crossroads. Ooh, Uncle Charles, y'all. <laughs> you ready? You to <laughs> okay, no more. I ain't gonna miss everybody. I'm gonna tell you, when no. I'm making the glory, it's gonna be so niggas. I'm gonna be glad I ain't got to see you again. I'm I'll be mad if right I see them up there. I'm gonna be like, you made it. <laughs> you made it? <laughs> I was striving. I was trying this hard to live safe, and you are here. I could have done some most. <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out what what can I do to stay in heaven because you know I might want to move some furniture and fight some people. Listen, y'all better y'all better sit me right next to Jesus' foot because that's gonna be the only way <laughs> I'm gonna stay tamed up there. Glory to God. Anyway, 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 let's bunny hop out. Bunny hop on over to the bill. All right, uh, Rihanna is back. Yes, um, under my umbrella, Ella, Ella, Ella hey, 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 hey. All right, she's making her musical return with the announcement that she will be performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. What, what, what Super Bowl is this going to be, Brian? <coughs> so, what number is it? Mm-hmm. Is it what's is Louis it Louis Is it Louis Vuitton V or Louis Vuitton V one? Louis Vuitton two. <laughs> Louis Vuitton two. Okay, so, but anyway, she's going to be at the halftime show, and the NFL is so excited to change their acronym to mean National Fenty League, um, and fans believe, the, the what does they call themselves, the Navy? They believe that yeah. this is, um, new music is on the way because of this. Um, I just believe that she's going to give you a long list of her many hits that she already has. Right. I don't think Rihanna's, I believe Rihanna is going to take this opportunity. Now, it would be dope to roll out a new album after the uh-huh. Super Bowl, but I just don't know that Miss Fancy's going to do it. Brian, right. you got any thoughts about Rihanna coming back out? Um, I feel like um, she, if you do the Super Bowl, you got to have something new. Like, I mm-hmm. don't... But then that's not necessarily true because Dr. Dre didn't come out with nothing new. He ain't going on tour. He just came, nope. did his thing, and then went back. And when Beyonce did it last came. time, she won off the cusp of what was... Had had Lemonade come out or was it on his way out? Um, I think it had came out because the Super Bowl performance kind of mirrored. No, that's or, not or true. Was, or was that when she came out with when with she Bruno. wasn't actually doing yeah when she was with Bruno, but when she was by yeah. herself, was anything out? I don't know. I don't know. Um, hmm. okay. And then when Bruno did it, was I don't think he came music. He didn't know because he didn't. He didn't do it. I. He didn't come did come out with music year? after Dr. Dre's. Uh, oh yeah, Snoop and Dog then before and... that, running through the mirrors. Yeah, and then like Madonna, some doing this something about a real white before then before him. I don't know. Man. I don't really watch the Super Bowl halftime shows unless it's my black. Yeah, okay. I and the weekend 
he he don't count in the it was that on category. the TV Listen. when it was on once so I remember him running through the mirrors. I'm, I'm not gonna say and, he's not black and having to plead the blood. That music ain't for me. Cause I was trying to figure out what drugs was he on. Right. You know how they sometimes they have like that warning talking about, you know, if you have seizures and stuff. I felt like that was for me during that episode <laughs> that halftime show because Right. Let's go. Let's go to this here list. Okay. Oh, that's that's the original. Okay. So um okay, so the Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Before mm-hmm. that was the weekend. Before okay. that it was Jennifer Lopez. I knew it was somebody I didn't care Shakira about. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. And then before that was Maroon Five in Atlanta. That was the worst that was so idea. Dumb. Before was Jay Z on the on the on the staff by, at that point? <laughs> uh, I don't know because I'm gonna blame him. But go ahead. Uh, before that was Justin Timberlake. Before that was Lady Gaga. That's what all the whites was happening. Coldplay was before that. That's when Bruno Mars and Beyonce had to come save the save the show. Before that was Katy Perry. So this is what Jay Z had to say at some point. Like all the, it was like but all Katy these Perry brought out Missy. Yep. So they so and all the whites. So the, them two whites knew. <laughs> uh huh. We not gonna. We can't sustain this by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, but so Madonna was in 2012. Okay. And she brought I'm, up Nicki Minaj and CeeLo and all that kind of stuff. They know that was Black Eyed Peas. But listen, we had Beyonce and then we had Bruno two years in a row, killer performances. Then you gave the whites Katy Perry, Coldplay, Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake, Maroon Five, um, and then gave the Latinos. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. And they said it gave, was too much black. We with Beyonce and Bruno, it was too much. It was too much. <laughs> it was too much. We too much. they needed like five years of whiteness. Right. <clears throat> to water that down. And see, it did. last year they said let's throw Eminem in there so we don't have to do five full years of whiteness. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can get some Eminem. So after, let's after get some this year. Park, you know? Right. So and Pepsi is no longer doing so. Apple Music is now doing it, okay. but Jay Z is still the curator role of it. I want to say, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jay Z is still in get curating. Let me ask you this: Yeah, do you who do you think she'll bring out, if anybody? I don't know because I, I would have said Drake at one point, but she don't really rock with Drake no more. Um, and she maybe Jay Z. But, you know, but Jay-Z ain't really done anything with her since her earlier years. Um, I don't know, but you have to bring out somebody. That's like something you do. You bring out somebody. I Unless mean, you're Prince. I don't think Prince brought out anybody. Yeah. But she, bring, she could bring out, I mean, I'm trying to think of some of her features. She could bring out Nikki, Breezy, as controversial as it is. They did do that song that after the whole. Something. But they did that song together after, you know, uh, after it all. So. Yeah, I don't know. That would be something. It would be something, wouldn't it? Um, I'm I'm not a huge Rihanna fan. I do enjoy like her hit singles and stuff like that. She gives us some good like bops. So definitely interested to see. And I'm actually interested to see if she does give us a new album. Like I'll be I'll be willing to sit through and listen to a Rihanna album in 2022 or 23. Yeah. 23. That's the thing. I can I can I can't say that I've listened to a whole Rihanna album. I haven't. Not on purpose. Yeah. I think there have been times where I've went to listen to a song and I'd like selected it off the album uh-huh. and by consequence the album kept nice. playing um but yeah 
But anyway, that is happening. So shout out to Riri for that. She probably will bring. Ain't she dating ASAP? Ain't that her baby daddy? Yeah, her he baby might come. Hey, baby father, he might come out. Now he'll be in the back, you know, nursing the child. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian, one of your favorite people, Carisha. We know yes. Carisha too has a podcast. Oh. Interesting fact. If I get a dog, I'm naming her Carisha. I just feel like <laughs> it needs to be a hood name. I'm going to name her like Carisha. The middle name is going to be J- <laughs> JT. And, you know, the J- JT's real name, though, like Jatavia, whatever her real name is, Rogers. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's gonna be, it's going to be so hood. Um, and I'm going to start calling the dog Carisha and stuff before Ashley gets a chance so uh-huh. she doesn't respond. Because I work from home. So the uh-huh. dog won't respond to Ashley's little whitewash name. It's going to only respond to Carisha. <laughs> what, what name she want? Like, she probably something wants like something like Chloe or Carter. Uh, you know, we'll be getting a woman dog. Okay. And um, you know, something like that. But I want like Carisha. I want you know Shantavia. I want Trina. some black. I mean mm-hmm. black. Trinese. You know what I'm saying? Like, Trinesia. You got to add Trinesia. Trinesia. Trinesia Nicole, right? That's, that's, that's what I want. <laughs> Your right? middle name be the normal name. Yeah. I want that, I want that hood. Normal. You know what I'm saying? I want, a, I want a real black name. Or either real black or real like old Regal. Like um, Charlotte Ann. Or, <laughs> you know, you know, Betsy. Bertha, you know, Bertha Lee. Bertha Lee. You know, you know, go go Girl. like you know Charlie May, you know all that kind of <laughs> stuff. You know, and Harriet Tubman. I would name my dog Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Sojourner, Sojourner, Sojourner. I'm an oh Mary McLeod Bethune Rogers. <laughs> Yes. Name, your, name your girl Shirley. Shirley Chisholm. Shirley Chisholm. <laughs> I'm Nance Andrews. <laughs> look at look at it. <laughs> Dolores Bradley. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> you did it, not me. Anyway, Carisha. <laughs> Chase, chasing the cat. Carisha. Carisha Dolores got that pickup truck. I'm telling you what that pickup truck is. <laughs> There's a recruiting band. Anyway, <laughs> Oprah, Carisha got on the internet saying that she wanted to be the black Oprah. And that made me scratch it. my head because I looked and said, ain't Oprah black? Is she? Oprah been black. She Oprah is. Been black whole life. Oprah is. Whole life. I've said a lot of things about Oprah, but Oprah has, has never done the Kanye West has never you know what I'm saying never. she's always been like she has definitely polished herself but mm. she ain't never like ignored or like turned away from her blackness in the community right people would try to just put that on her but there's no evidence that she's mm. done that but mm. I, I I think what Carisha was trying to say was I want to be the hood Oprah <laughs> right I think that's what she really meant <laughs> Um, right. So that, but I mean, but you know, and people thought her dream, her dream is lofty. But everybody got to have a dream, right? You know, Martin Luther King had a dream, Didn't so he? <laughs> he had a dream. Confident in my character, and so my skin. Said, who said that Carisha can't dream? Carisha had a dream, and her dream is to be the black, aka hood version of Oprah Winfrey. And she said that she, you know, she wants to take her show, Carisha, please, to more uh, mainstream platforms. Brian, would you support yep. an, a daytime Carisha show? I would. I would definitely support that. When I tell you, I would. I would schedule my lunch break around that. Listen, you put Carisha that on. That interview she did with uh with Megan. I said, mm-hmm. all right. 
Y'all break that tape out. <laughs> you like me? I like you. It was just like, I like it what was I like. so much. I like what I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They 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 were hilarious together. They were. Um, speaking of, you know, people being hilarious and being, you know, saying adult things to each other. McDonald's is talking adultish to us. They are bringing back the Happy Meal before adults, and they wanted to let. I think this was really geared toward niggers that there mm. would not be alcohol. Uh, oh. Associated with the adult <laughs> Happy Meal. Now I'm not sure why they felt as though they needed to say that, considering McDonald's don't sell alcohol anyway. Right. But and, you know, anyway, mm-hmm. they they they're, they're gonna have, and the and the Happy Meal is only going to come in the ten piece chicken nugget with a side of fries, and you're going to get a nostalgic toy. So it mm-hmm. might be like a kazoo. <laughs> or something like that, and it's gonna come in the original Happy Meal box. Brian, are you gonna get you an OG? Are you gonna get your adult Happy Meal? Nah, nah. Yeah, me neither. Nah, somebody said that the toy should be like a rose, like the oh, a vibrator. Ooh, yeah, ooh. that's an adult. That's an adult Happy Meal. That's so foolish. <laughs> that's so foolish. They uh-huh. got gawk three thousand in them. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the men, that'd be the gawk three thousand for the men, and then when the women get the rose, it's the rose, sell out. baby girl. Sell out. You're just you a flower. flower. <laughs> you can leave me and make you, make you and break you. Oh, Reese was thinking to the girl. She could have, she, she could have been somebody first lady, but that's all. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was about to say yes. Yeah. So anyway, only thing I eat from McDonald's um, is the occasional large fry, mm-hmm. that crack sprite, and a hash brown. Mm-hmm. Anything else you can miss me with from McDonald's? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, speaking of Aretha, I mean it's yeah. right here. The feds were watching Riri for forty years, Brian. <laughs> they recently released documentation that said from nineteen sixty seven to two thousand seven, they had access to her phone conversations and watched her through surveillance because of her involvement in the rights movement. And the FBI documents indicated that it was a result of her relationship, her friendship with Martin Luther King Jr. and Angela Davis. Uh, I just think that's wild. What was Riri out here doing to pose a real threat to the government? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Right. That don't make any sense. Like, she wasn't doing nothing other than singing Rolling in the Deep. She was. <laughs> <laughs> With Sister Houston back there. Just annoyed. Listen, <laughs> annoyed. Sissy, you and, wasn't going to have no career, girl. And Dion Warwick was back there like, never will I sing back up for anybody. <laughs> Keep smiling. <laughs> Keep smiling. Got a fact. Let me show you play something. No, and you can always count on me. Oh, yes, you can. For, for sure. sure. Uh-huh. That's what friends are for. Mm-hmm. Good times. And bad right. times, I'll be on your side forevermore. See, I'm always one singing this. Finish That's it. what friends are for. Uh-huh. That's I'll all see, I got. I see Gladys had to say it like this. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what friends are for. Oh. Good times. At bad times, I'll be on your side forever. Ooh, that's yeah. <laughs> so good. 
Hallelujah. So if you don't know, you can't find it on YouTube. You can't, or you probably find it on YouTube. You can't find it on Apple because that was saying at the engagement party of Overton and Sinclair in season mm. four of Living Single. Now, what I want to understand is why she chose that song to sing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. That's how I began to fall in love with the song. And then when mm. I found out it was Dion Warwick's, I fell in love with it even more. So mm-hmm. that's a little history. Brian. Yes. Brian. Yes. Brian. Joshua. What what do you claim to be that you're likely probably really not? <laughs> oh, you talking about uh my Nigerian heritage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm 36% Nigerian according to Ancestry.com. 36. 36% Nigerian. Well, that's not even, that's not majority, my friend. <laughs> that is the majority. That's the that's the highest um <laughs> concentration. I, I'm you know, I'm I'm pulling my ancestry right now just to prove you. Prove you wrong. The highest population. Let's see here. Okay. Well, all I'm right. Play, so well, okay, go ahead. No, go, go for it. Go for it. No, 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 go ahead. Do your 36% Nigerian. Okay. 19% Cameroonian Congo. Okay. 11% Ivory Coast and Ghana. Okay. 11% Benin and Togo. Okay. 9% Mali. 4% Senegal. Hey, me and, me and Issa are related. Okay. So both Senegalese. I'm going to skip all over the white stuff. All the white stuff. And that's the rest is white. Okay. Well, this, 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 this for you and your people. Okay. <laughs> All the real Nigerians had a big mood on October 1st because they celebrate their 67th. <laughs> Uh, Independence Day. We always want to shout out black people getting free from the hands of the oppressor. No rest mm-hmm. in peace to Queen Elizabeth. So shout out to, uh, to, to to Nigeria and all of Brian's ancestors and people. Yes. All 36% of him is just excited <laughs> and happy about his Nigeria. When, when, if you and Laura knew your vows, I'm going to stop. I'm going I'm to do the dance and throw some cash at you. Please do. <laughs> I want you in a dashiki at uh, <laughs> your vow renewal, Brian. I'm about to. Okay. 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 And we gotta pin the money on Brooklyn. We gotta give her a traditional Nigeria wedding if you don't claim it. We don't claim it. Yeah, have mm-hmm. a husband bow at your feet and ask your permission <laughs> to marry your dowry. <laughs> yeah. Dowry. Yeah, that's all right. Anyway, yeah. so we are concluding the billboard with that. Um, but me and Brian, we wanted to jump head first into some last time we was here with y'all. We had a lot of fun talking about B side classics. Um the what was it the billboard 100 or 500 top songs in the world or whatever um and that was cool but we are getting back to our roots Mm -hmm. of talking about this thing called life yes and you know brian is much closer to 40 than i am don't do that however you are you are it's true though I'm only three years until my thirties. You're three years from your forties. Uh, That's true. True. <laughs> however, we are both in our thirties, and mm. uh, while Brian has a little bit more experience than me, we both have discovered and realized some things that thirty has brought on. And I feel like all of us can kind of relate. So I want uh-huh. y'all to really grab your snacks, 
grab your back pillow, grab everything that you need to come into the room. Because there's a lot of us in the living room right near today. So come mm-hmm. on in here. We're going to talk about this the, um, the adulthood, the scam, all the things that is living in your 30s. Let's do it. Yep. Let's do it. All right, good people. We are here for another living room conversation. I'm actually really, really, really excited. Um, okay. As you heard, um, as we ended the billboard, that we're here to talk about navigating your 30s. Um, yep. And Brian, I really feel like in your 30s, you need like a life safe word. Yeah. What would your safe word be? Um. Uh, <laughs> um. Indigestion. Indigestion. Pepto Bismol. That's the first thing I can't, first thing came to mind. You see what happened? Mine would be something like nigga now. That's that's my oh. when I say that, then you know <coughs> I'm in danger. I need help. Help stop. me. Stop. 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 Full stop. Nope. Not a pause. Not a yield. Stop. Red light. Stop. <laughs> All the rest. We, like, we may be like, nigga. Right. Yes, exactly. But anyway, um, so we, me and Brian thought it would be really cool to kind of examine um, our 30s and just kind of, you know, talk about life and how we navigate it and what it means for us. Because yep. um, I was very much, I want to say, preteen, teen as my parents were in their 30s. And uh-huh. my kids, like when I'm, when Josh is 18, he'll, I'll be turning 40. So I'll be, I'm navigating my 30s as he's navigating all of his adulthood. So we're going through this thing together. Um, and um, so I, you know, me and Brian probably saw our parents navigate their 30s in a much different way than we are navigating ours. Uh, and just wanted to talk about, you know, who the perils, the phrases, <laughs> the productivity and the public circumstance right. of being millennials, because that's what this conversation right. is. So um, just to jump into it real quick, bro, let's go back for a minute. Let's go back to that final year of the 20s. Um, how did you feel? at year 29 and what were you did you have any like grand expectation or any expectations at all uh for when you were about to turn 30 no i can't this is gonna sound terrible i don't mm-hmm. even remember 29 really like, I, and it wasn't a situation where i was like in the streets drinking and smoking and all that kind of crap where i just had a blur of a year but i feel like i don't know if anything monumental was happening in my tw- in 29 i think i was probably married five years, four years, five years around that time. Um, a lot of monuments stuff had already happened. Um, I think I went back to school later on in my twenties. So I was probably like in, in school. Okay. Um, so it was really just trying to, if anything, set up my current life. Right. It was my trying to figure out and get things on the ball you're gonna get things on the ball, but kind of progress my life uh, into thirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. No, um, I would actually um, agree. I think I rem- thirty was the year y'all threw me that little surprise party. We did. That was a great time too. Uh, good time. Good time. And twenty nine was a year of just I think reflection for me. Um, most years are, but I was really like deep in my reflection bag. Is <laughs> that we started your uh, your journey, your therapy journey? At 30? 29? 29. I would know. It was 20, 28 or 29. Okay. I don't think I had turned 20. I think I started it in 2018. 
So it was 20. I had already turned 29, but by 30, I was fully like a year in it. And, um, cause I started near my birthday and, um, but yeah, man. So yeah, it was, it was a time of reflection and growth and starting, you know, in the midst of this healing journey, um, really beginning to unlearn some of the things that were, um, what's the word I want to use? I guess that was holding me back or keeping my perspective in a certain box or my mind frame, um, and the way I saw the world in a certain way. So 29 for me was like, you know, development. And I don't want to say throwing away the childish things. I don't know that I was that wild, really loose 20 something year old. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like we get into this later. I feel like I started to enjoy life more in my my 30s, I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that might have been what 29 was and entering 30 was the breaking point of saying, hey, I don't have to be, I'm going to use a very churchy word. I don't have to be so stiff necked. Right, um, all right. In, in my approach to life, like I can actually love God and live life, and there's like enjoyment on this uh-huh. side yep. of it all as well. Is what yep. I was. Anything else you want to add before we move? Uh, to, to pick it back on that, I feel like the thirty transition is yeah. a little more enjoyable. Yes, uh, yeah, yes. I will agree. I would yeah. agree. So. Let's just, you know, what are some, okay, so as we entered our 30s, I'm sure you had people who are already in their 30s, you were in your 20s, telling you this, because I remember you and Lauren specifically telling me things like, oh, stuff going to start hurting, Uh and this is going to happen, this is going to happen. So what are some myths and truths um, that you heard about your 30s that were maybe different or, you know, actually happened to you? Like, let's talk, let's talk through those. Yeah, so, yeah, the thing about, so the hurting like you wake up random and one day and just stuff just hurt for no reason. It's like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, why is my leg hurting today? Like, mm-hmm. it makes no sense. Or if you're sitting in a certain position too long, it's just like, what? Ooh. Like, what? Like, what is going on? So stuff like that, I've heard about it, but I'm like, nah, that ain't true. Mm-hmm. That's definitely true. Um, metabolism shifts at 30. So um, you can't, your bounce back. Like I remember in my twenties, I like gained weight, then I lost a bunch of weight, and then in my thirties, I was thinking I could just eat right for like. Cause in my twenties, I can just eat right for like two weeks. I lose fifteen pounds. Like I mm-hmm. be strict. Thirties, nah, it's like strict diet and and mobility and you know everything to just lose you know small amounts of weight. So yeah. your metabolism definitely changes. Um, uh, your mind changes. I think mm-hmm. the, one of the somebody was saying, "Oh, when you turn thirty, you start thinking about things differently." That was hella true. Like mm-hmm. literally, from my every area of my life, my mind like instantly shifted, and I saw things differently. That's theology. That's marriage. That's um, career. All that stuff kind of was like the truth is like yeah. At at age thirty, it, it kind of shifts. Um, some people say about that 42. So I'm, I'm interested to see what that's going to be like as well. Um, some myths. I don't know if there's any myths that I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, that I can think of or pinpoint on. I don't know. What, what do you think? Um, I would agree. So as much as I do work out, I didn't start working out like religiously until late 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So that's even though I was like 
starting this health journey, I would still wake up and stuff would be hurting. Mm-hmm. Or like when I did like tamper with working out in my early 20s, I could do a very intense workout mm-hmm. and like Effect Fitness, right? Yeah. I had been going to Effect Fitness way before I started like training and going every Saturday and during the week. And I would do a crazy workout. It would beat me down, but I would bounce back later in the day. Yeah. Don't know about my because I think when I started Effect, I was like 27, 26 or something like that. Uh-huh. And um, going about my day. If that class is too tough, bro, that thing takes me down for a few hours just in that day. <laughs> and then when I wake up <laughs> the next morning, mm-hmm. I'd be like beat up. And like even when I do like a, a really intense leg day with my trainer, mm-hmm. like bro, I'm like walking down. You seen the video of not Carter Vegas coming down the steps like oh like, like oh, that'd yeah. be me because I'd be yeah, so tight you. and sore. Mm-hmm. Um, so like to your point about your bounce back game, like even in not just losing weight, but just after physical activity, while even right. if you are in good shape, it is tough. Yeah, to bounce just to bounce back. This the way your body getting beating up your body in that way is what I'm gonna call it. Right. I don't wanna say it's bad for your body because you are in shape, but it's just like the older you get, you know, it, it, it the effect is different. And when you take a week off. Like uh-huh. just for me taking a week off, like when I uh-huh. travel to work, when I come back, I be gassed. I be like, yep. I like I ain't worked out, in, and I'm in pretty decent shape. I feel like I ain't worked out in a year. Now yep. I've been going, you know, because I just don't have it. Like Jaden did this little dance where you like go down on your knees and you pop all the way back up. And Jaden like, Daddy, can you do that? So I got about two in. <laughs> I got about two women, man. And that's right. it. And that was literally about that. That second brother, them, I heard that knee crack. I said, that, that's it. <laughs> right. And that's it. Um, right. So that stuff is true. And in terms of metabolism, again, although I work out like to get certain aesthetic goals, it takes mm. so much more work. Like mm. to your point, I could eat a 20 piece wing and without working out at all, still have a little formation of a six pack. Today, uh-huh. I ate a 20 piece. I'm bloated. Uh-huh. I look like I ain't done abs in a month or two. Like, right. Because it just my body responds to it all very differently. Yeah. Um, in terms of mindset, yes, that too shifts. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I am more concerned, and we've talked about this before, Brian. But I am more concerned about how can I make life less stressful. That yes. is that is almost one of the leading principles to convenience. most of my yes convenience is the leading principle to most of my decisions these days. Uh-huh. Like we just moved into our home. Woo! Shout out to us. Um, yeah, congratulations again. Thank you, brother. Um, and we could, I could talk about that in Black Men Self Care a little bit, but um, we ended up paying a little bit extra for our movers. I'll be I'll be transparent. So we pay like eight hundred dollars to you know to to Gabriel and them. Right. And while I wasn't expecting to pay eight hundred, uh-huh. <laughs> um, the time just went. You know, they ended up t- and and you work with Gabriel, so you know they weren't moving yeah. slow. It's just no, it they, just, they it just took pretty quickly. It just took longer this time. We had accumulated more stuff, but anyway, mm-hmm. like I would pay that eight hundred dollars again if it meant I didn't have to move my own house. Um, like convenience is a thing. Um, even to the fact of like some of the stuff that we're doing around the house now, some of the, I ain't gonna say repairs, but as we're decorating and things like that, me and Ashley are already thinking about like, uh, uh-uh, uh, contract that out, hire somebody like hanging our TVs. I'm sure I could go on YouTube and figure out how to hang my TV. Um, I had a whole brother-in-law who hangs his own TVs. I'm sure I could FaceTime him and he could walk me through it. Did you think I did mm-hmm. that? 
Right. No. I paid that man 170 per television <laughs> to hang them TVs. Did you hear me? Because mm-hmm. I'm not and he did a great job. He hung up my PlayStation is hidden, my sound bar is floating on the wall, like all that different kind of stuff. I ain't got time for that. You know how many holes right. I would have created, you know, yeah. big nasty bad holes that would have been created in this brand new house. Right. So, um, so my mindset does shift. I think about, um, I think about convenience. I think about the value of my money. So, like, while I still will buy a pair of sneakers or buy this and buy that, oh, yeah. I'm also thinking about like the long term residual impact of my spending. Mm-hmm. Um, how is this? You know, again, we're setting up utilities and stuff in the house. Right. So, like, I got rid of cable, but that meant I had to go get fire sticks for all the other TVs. Right. Right. And it's like little stuff like that, but I'm setting mm-hmm. it up in a space to where we don't like, I don't like once it's all set up, everything can be connected to Alexa. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, I ain't got like even the refrigerator we got, bro. That joint got a camera attached to it. And it's going to let us know when we're low on milk. It, wow. Alexa will literally tell us, you need more milk. <laughs> Wow! So every every decision, and, uh-huh. and we know that costs fancy. a little bit. It, it costs a little yeah. bit for that, and that's yeah. not to stunt, but it's to, <laughs> it is to say that in yeah. my twenties, I'd have been like, I'm not paying for all that. Yeah, I, I yeah. was kind of like that now, but once I saw the features, because Ashley one pointed it out with the little family hub thing, like bro, it comes with an infused water pitcher. All I gotta uh-huh. do is put fruit in there, and it automatically infuses my water that I stream out the refrigerator. Look at God. Bruh, I'm just like convenience. I ain't gotta yeah. have special cups. <clears throat> right. It's just already there. So like my decision making abilities, my That's fancy. um how I manage, right? You know, my how, how I manage <laughs> my money. Um I think me and you talked about this before, getting cleaners to come to the house once a month. Yeah. Or more than that. Right. Yeah. Because we're so busy. Yeah. And don't have capacity. Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking about paying a few rooms. You think uh-huh. I could? I painted a room before. You my dad was like, "Yeah, yeah." My my dad painted like when they was moved into their house not too long ago. Um, painted all the rooms that they redid. I'm like, right. "Nope, I'm going to hire somebody to paint. I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna move nope. everything in the middle. Yep. I'm gonna hire somebody to paint these rooms." Um, yep. So you know, the, the most I'm gonna do is hang some curtains and some pictures. Um, right. And don't let the man who come to change this light in my office be here. Oh, how much you try to hang this picture real quick? Um, because hello. I'll just I'll just do it right, but anyway, right. I think it is it is not that we're lazy. It's like I appreciate using my time in other ways right. that are more beneficial than me stopping to doing stuff. One, I'm not really that good at it because I'm not handy, so it <laughs> takes me a long time to figure it out. I gotta read the directions, I gotta watch the videos. I might, and then when you're doing stuff around your house, like hanging a picture. You don't have, like when you make a mistake. That's a hole in your wall now. Yep. Those are scuffs on the wall because of the front. Like, uh, it ain't just, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like you, you know, it ain't like you typing a paper, you can backspace. Like, uh-huh. these are these are real, these are real issues. So, in order to avoid that, you pay for it. Yep. Uh, and in my 20s, I was so concerned about saving a dollar because I wanted shoes or because I wanted this and because uh-huh. I wanted that versus, man, if that means I don't get a pair of J's this month, but I get to have this level of convenience or, you know, quote-unquote luxury, then that's yep. where the money goes yeah. for that month, and that's just what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. And I'm add another thing, too, with my mindset yeah. on me changed a little bit, too. Like, Ooh, probably mid-30s. Um, like, that my happiness is important. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like um, I had to get rid of that whole... Here to serve, here to serve, here to serve, here to serve, here to serve. Like, no, nigga, 
my happiness is important. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, so that's something that kind of shifted to, uh, you know, my happiness is as important as actually more important than anybody else's, right? Because if I can't be happy, listen, <laughs> then I can't be whole. I can't well, be no, healthy. No, 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 Say um, that again. Say <laughs> that again. That was a word. My happiness is more important than everybody else's. So, mm-hmm. um, and and it sounds some people may think that's selfish, but like no, like I'm not about to sacrifice my happiness, you know, for your happiness. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be miserable because to make you happy. Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, oh, and you. I and bro, that's so good. And I think you know I haven't reached mid thirty quite yet, and this is no shade, but I you uh-huh. know. I think mine hit before the mid thirty because I started that therapy journey, uh-huh. and I was so to your. I don't know that I was like serve, 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 but I was so consumed. I was so consumed more so in not disappointing people with my actions. So it was yeah, less yeah. about serving and more about people pleasing. Oh, that's and good. Yeah. So for me, that shifted in my thirties because I I'll tell a see that's why I said my safe word is nigga not because I would tell a negro no in a minute. Um, me case in point, I went to the uh-huh. gym yesterday. Yesterday evening, and I typically don't go on the evening, but the boys didn't have practices, right? And the reason why I went is because Ashley's going out of town this weekend to visit her grandparents. They got, um, she on fall break, you know, so I told y'all about her aging grandparents, so she goes every now and then. So I know I'll have the boys to myself, so my workout next week will be limited or, you know, maybe not at all till she gets back. So I'm like, let me find little pockets, pockets of joys, right? Let me find little pockets where I can get my workouts in. And maybe double up ABC one two three. So the gym, the there's a juice bar next door. Long story short, they're doing a detox, and one uh-huh. of the boys asked me and Johnny, "Hey, have y'all thought about doing the detox?" And Johnny was like, "Oh," <laughs> and I said, "No, I'm not doing that detox." It was just a flat out no. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. "It's not that I don't want to support, but I'm right. in a stage of my life. I ain't got to lie to you. I ain't got to figure right. out an excuse. Right? I ain't got to tell you. It's just no. I don't want to do the detox." Uh, I got some oxygen cleansing pills in my cabinet from my last one. So if uh-huh. I want to detox, I ain't finna do your juice. And not to say that it wouldn't be impactful that I wouldn't right. want to support. But in this phase of my life right now, spending $120 on a seven-day detox is not anything that I want to do. No. And it was just a straight-up no. But I will say in my 20s, I would have been like, you know, well, let me th- I would have took the fl- I would have took the flyer. Uh-huh. I would have said, let me think about it. And might have been convinced at some point to actually do it. Right. But at this big age, like I am so much more matter of fact. Um, mm-hmm. There was a meme floating around. It was like when women go to their male friends for advice, it'd be real quick because we're not going to give you a whole lot of time to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Asher has said that about me. He's like, the older you get, babe, you just get straight to the point. I was like, because I don't have time. Like, mm-hmm. I, As my wife, I am a little bit more um, like get it out, vent yeah. kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, like, right, when, when she's not be like, are you done? All right, so what's the solution? Like, we're, we're getting to it because yeah. certain things we can't change. Yeah. Um, certain things are just facts, right? So yeah. let's let's examine those and then let's find a solution. Now, when I now when there is a need to have like empathy and sympathy and things like that, I'm not a butthole. Um, well, it depends on who you ask, but I'm not uh-huh. a butthole, right? <laughs> I'm not a butthole. <laughs> like I care and I love my family, but at the same time, I am I'm 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 like straight to the point. Um, get me to the point, and I think I that's I am more of that in my thirties, particularly with random people. I ain't got time to waste my time with right. you, uh, and to be sitting here thinking through ideas and like I said, excuses about what I could and could not be doing. So yeah, the mindset shift in your thirties is definitely something that happens. Um, I won't say it happens overnight, no, but I feel like you get a lot less tolerable of BS. Yeah, 
Um, and when you within that, it's weird because you you want more convenience, you want less stress, but I think you get frustrated a little bit more too. Um, mm. with the ignorance or the stupidity of some people, and sometimes you be you be like, we we thirty y'all, we we're we grown like why? Like, you know, many times I say that we grown, <laughs> we grown like what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? So I think some of that, um. And I think another thing that I think I, I'm probably going to go the next next topic, but the idea of just like it's not worth it, like it's not a lot of stuff is not worth my time. Like, yeah, um, let's just find the joy. Like I think you said earlier, pockets, just find the joy, find what we can do to be happy, um, because everything I else just is just there's so happy. much. Yeah, there's so much stuff to be negative about. Let's just be happy and enjoy life. Enjoy the time that we have because our time. Is way more valuable. I think the older you get, I think you realize the time is more valuable. Yes. 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 Time definitely becomes an asset. It definitely becomes a real piece of currency. Yep. And you begin to see it there. Like time, like people say that the phrase time is money, but when I felt like when I hit 30s, I understood that. Yes. Like it is literally like my right. invisible debit card. And don't waste time. <laughs> don't waste my time. Yeah. Like, and I, yeah. when, I, ooh, when I tell you, ooh, that's good, Brian. Because one way to piss me off is to waste my time. To get me <laughs> in a space where mm-hmm. it's not productive. Like, if, if, like, don't invite me to like a meeting or something with an agenda and we uh-huh. end up like just chilling and shooting the breeze. What do you want? Because I could have, <laughs> if, if nothing else, I could have been in the comfort of my home, scratching my right. balls if I wanted to. Like right. I, I could have been doing a many of other things, but now, especially I work from home, I didn't get dressed. Right. I didn't came out here just like no. If you want to hang out, then say it, but don't mm-hmm. lure me to spaces with the right. idea of a meeting or uh-huh. I want to run this idea. Let's set up a Zoom, right? You know, like you know what I'm saying. Like so, yes, don't waste my time. Or mm. I'm in a space where I remember when I was in college. I attended a wedding, bro, that started four hours late. Wow. In the today of things, I give you an hour. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, only if we, like, we would have to be on me and your level. Yeah. Because anybody else, you're going to get, like, 30, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. But if I'm there past an hour and it ain't, and there's no sign of starting, yeah, you'd miss me. I'm not sitting I'm like, I'm like there. are you crazy? Because me, me, that's disrespectful. Yes. Like, so you're saying I have nothing better to do with my life and my day than to sit here and, sit here and wait four hours for you. For you. Like, no. no That's my no. biggest pet yeah. peeve with the housewife. And they be talking about them events and they be talking about three hours later and they ain't started. I will be the no. house. I will be the character that is always leaving. Because there's nowhere mm-hmm. in the world I'm like, there's Andy Cohen ain't got nothing in his arsenal that can convince me to sit anywhere for three, four right. hours waiting on something to begin. You've yeah, lost. That's not. All That's of your cool. mind. That's not cool. All right. right. Anyway, I, we went we went on a little rant there, but huh. I think you know I think it was worth it. Um, here's the question: A lot of people say this. Do you believe that your thirties are the new twenties, or is it just better on this side? Of it's just better on this side. Mm-hmm. It's the twenties with money. Yes, I can agree yeah. with that. It's the twenties with money. I think you know. And mind you, like I was a Broken my let me see my early twenties, mid twenties. Early twenties, I was early twenties ain't have nothing. <laughs> um got married twenty-four. Still didn't have nothing. I ain't start making decent money to probably like my late twenties. Thirties, we're we're doing great. Um, so yeah. Yeah. 
And even like looking at all of us, me, you, Chris, like we in, we're in stride at this point. You know, families are great. We can spend on what we want to spend. We can go on vacation when we go on vacations. Yep. The glow up has been amazing. Um, and I think we've had the same relationship that we had in our 20s. But I think on this side in the 30s, it's just it's just better. I think yeah. 30s is just better. Yeah. I believe what about I, you? I, bro, I I look back at like just, you know, fashion changes. So I try not to judge glow ups based on fashion. Because when I look, I look at my senior head picture, be like, what did I have on? <laughs> Puka um, shells. List my hook shells <laughs> and my big and my Aeropostal polos and my plaid shorts, right? And my spirits. That was a look. That was a look. But today I would be looking a hot fool. Um, yeah. so I try not to judge glow ups based on fashion because they change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I do, I can I can look at myself and like see, you know what I'm saying, like how I dressed, you know, not, okay, let me take, I can say, I'm going to say how I dressed, but just kind of look at like my presentation in right, terms right, right. of my 20s versus I could have spent the exact same amount of money, an H&M uh-huh. little outfit, $100 in my yeah. 30s, but the way I put myself together, the way um, you can see the maturity in my face, there's a, like you said, there's a glow in me uh-huh. that says, I ain't stressed about this. You know, we at this birthday dinner and me and Asher ain't got to do the two for 20. You know what I'm saying? Like you can like there's a, <laughs> you can literally see the difference for me in a picture. Like just yeah. my, my, my vibe as the young folk would say. Is yeah. Different. I think the level of F's are, are, have diminished. Yes. Yes. And if, and even if I do do the two for 20, like going to the money thing, it's uh-huh. not because I have to, it's because shoot, if me and Ash can get a dope meal for $20 and they still got if they got the steak on there, why well, I'm gonna pay $40 for the steak and I get you. <laughs> right. Right, right. But back then I did it because we had to. And yeah. one of us get a sprite. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, share. Yeah. And you share it. Yeah, of course. It goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> but now we get my you want a margarita, you want a glass of wine? We spend it $50 on on, on alcohol. <laughs> Hello. And, and and that's funny too, because we do that all we go to restaurants now. And I remember there was a time when we looked at the menu and we had to literally, I'm looking at prices. Yep. Like, I'm, not, looking, I'm about, not even looking at how the, much the food I Now, <laughs> nigga, we go to this restaurant. I'm ordering drinks, nigga, appetizers. I'm looking at what do I want on this mm-hmm. menu? I'm not looking at price. None of the things. Yep. Um, even Lauren, like, we get, we, she orders cocktails, mimosas, wine. We just, we just do yep. it. And it's like, in, in, and I may be resources, but also, um, the idea of like let's just enjoy the moments. Yeah. Um, like now, like nigga, like, we just we just do it. Like there's no there's no thought process. And even no. and now, it, I'm pretty sure it's probably a trend letting to your boys. They get places. They just I want this. Like it, Brooklyn goes to places. I want this, daddy. And she just expects like expect it is it. what it is. You know what I'm saying? It. So I think. It's. I think it's just much. I think it's much better on the side. Man. It was just like when we did lunch a couple of weeks ago, and Josh wanted. I think you made the joke, but Josh was like, "I wanted churros," and I said, "Can we get an order of churros?" You was like, "How dope is it as a kid?" You'd be like, "Daddy, I want it." And then it pops up. Daddy just does it. Just, like just our parents would be like, um, "You, you ain't getting no dessert. Like, <laughs> you ain't getting no dessert. It's some ice cream. It's some ice cream sandwiches at the house. Right. <laughs> like some freeze pops in the freezer. <laughs> and I think this, we're a little different. I think. I think we're more of like a spoiling generation though too. Like I think we are. Uh, we want to spoil uh, our black kids, and you know, and I and I think we have good kids. And I'm just you know talking 
amongst the group. I think we have good kids and they deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Like we worked mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. We worked hard to build a lifestyle that we wanted. And if and if Brooklyn asked for something, if it unless it's gonna break the bank or like kill me or like yes, yes, dear. The yes. same. I'm the same. Like my kids go to they go to school every I think I've said it before with a pair of J's. Yeah. Um, it's just because I wear J's and I'm also the parent that I'm, I'm not gonna be looking fly. Now I do hello. They don't have as many as me because Joshua and right. Jaden has have not learned the mm-hmm. value. Yeah, without a doubt. Of said shoes, that's, that's they, they, that's they, they come home beating. I'm not going to spend three, four hundred dollars on you every two, three months, and you beating up shoes. Right. Um, but as you get older, you probably will get more and more out of me because you're proving that you can, you know, take care of them and you know and appreciate it. But yeah, but even in that, like, while I think we spoil. I'm also mm-hmm. in the space of making sure you know that this is a, you know, I don't want to call his name out, but remember that episode of like the number one rated black family show. He told his yeah. son, Theo, I'm rich. Because when Theo said, we're rich, he said, no, 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 no. Me and your mama are rich. Right. <laughs> you, you're poor. <laughs> right. And I, right. And, I, and I actually, I don't call my kids poor, but I actually do a good, me and Asher are always kind of reinforcing the fact that not throwing out there like we bought this house we're not uh-huh. saying we in a half million dollar like we're mm. not throwing that but we are saying like listen mommy and daddy invested a lot of right. money for us to have this new house like literally right. everything in here is new I had, and i told him i said i've never been in a space where uh-huh. no one else ever lived in ain't nobody wow. I, we, it was my booty it was the first booty on that toilet right i took the first <laughs> you know what i'm saying like everything yeah, was yeah, yeah. first and i said and you're living like your first home that you were able to own or be a part of ownership was from the ground right right i was like and that is a privilege so i'm i am consistently and even as we're having this conversation about like not looking at prices i think you and i both come from the perspective of under recognizing that these are privileges oh and yeah without doubt. there are some people in their 30s who don't have this privilege but i, I also know. think certain people who have amassed a certain lifestyle uh-huh. right are able to think in that way kind of like you said about order like Asha. Ashley gonna get a salad before every meal. That's just what she does. But in a past yeah. version, she'd be like, Ooh, can I get a salad? You think we got no money to get a salad? I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, now if you get the salad, I can't get this steak. I gotta get the pasta. <laughs> so another conversation we having on the side because she right, really right, wants right. the salad. And as a husband, right. I'm like, Okay, if you get the yeah, salad, I'm, I suffer, salad, you know, I, I suffer I'll, with the pasta. You know what I'm saying? Right. But now it's like, can we get two season salads before our meal? And, yeah. um, and little Josh is like, can I get and eleven year old? Can I get some uh-huh. fried calamari? Like you got kids wanting calamari. And Listen, I love Josh, it. Josh asking for lobster <laughs> at places and like, <laughs> and you know, and things like it. you know, and things like that, and and you know, so it's just their perspective. Um, mm-hmm. Is shifting, but while also being intentional of teaching them about privilege and responsibility, I straight right. up told Josh and Jaden that uh, I say I am not raising educated assholes. You right. guys will not be smart, and I use the uh-huh. exact language that you would not be smart right. and exposed and cultured, and then uh-huh. look down on other people or think as great. You deserve these things because you're. I say your mom and dad work hard, right, right to give you a certain type of lifestyle, and while right. I'm not going to make you mow the grass just to get. You know, you know, a big piece of chicken. What I do want you to do is pick up certain life skills and understand right. the beauty and the value of work, so that you can right. have a greater appreciation for what you have. Right. And I think that's the difference than previous generations. They made us like it's almost like chattel slavery. 
you know, yeah. like they want us to work. They hard want us to suffer. Everything. They want us yeah. to suffer, and I don't think that we have to suffer. Yeah, it's I think like, that you can teach lessons without suffrage. Yeah, like the the I think they were teaching some things like you got to earn privileges, and it's like, and I was me and Lauren talking about the other day, like we chose Brooklyn, right? It's why would we make Brooklyn have to earn? privileges in life right mm-hmm. we'll have to work hard and struggle for just stuff that she didn't actually be on earth here right right we chose her so with, the, with that being said like for the rest of her life if you know let's she gets married you know our responsibility is to make sure that she has what she needs you know i'm not gonna make her have to beg borrow steal for whatever she needs she wants it she needs it if i got it she got it um and, and I think because what happens is you try to you think by like doing certain things that's going to earn you love and appreciation and respect and that kind of stuff. Like, no, like there's certain things that you just since this is my daddy, since this is my mama, I'm going to get because that's just I'm their child. Um, some other things, of course, you know, you get celebrated and stuff like that. But uh, I feel like it was like you you know you get rewarded based off of doing things. It's like no, like you should be loved and appreciated because. You're my child. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is just att- attached to that. I guess that makes any sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I, def- I definitely agree. Like, I, on one end, I, I understand the point of earning stuff, right? But like you said, not to the point of, oh, you got to sweep the floor to get a popsicle. Like, right. No, it's right. popsicles in the freezer. Just, right. you know, and, because you're, you, right? and because you're young, I want you to ask first because yeah. I don't want you to eat a popsicle before dinner. Then I want to eat real right. food. But mm-hmm. beyond that, when you ask me, be like, oh, yeah. you Like yesterday, Josh was like, can I get ice cream? I was like, after you eat dinner. He was like, oh, well, I ate, I ate a macaroni cup. I was like, and you're about to go to soccer and burn <laughs> all that off. Right. And then you're going to, and I don't want you to replace dinner after soccer with right. ice cream. So I like right. so it's again instead of me yelling and being yeah. angry and like I had to explain to him why because I work out, right? I'm not an mm-hmm. athlete, but I work out. I'm an athlete mm-hmm. in my own right. Mm. Right. Um, but because I work out, I, under, I understand a little bit more about the body and food. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. this is why. He was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, all right, now you love me one more time. You're getting ice cream and slap in your mouth. You no, know, so the black dad still come out. But at the same time, I am more my 30s. Right, parenting in my thirties, I guess since we're here, has taught me to be more patient and uh-huh. to not be afraid to be questioned. Um, mm-hmm. As long as I'm not disrespected, I think that's the difference. Um, yeah. Questioning me doesn't disrespect me. No, um, but there are clear lines and boundaries, right, that we have to cross. I mean, yeah. you have to understand, um, and instilling that in my children, even how they deal with each other. Like I make Josh and Jaden apologize to each other. I'd be like, and like you know, sometimes be like your mom be like, apologize, your brother be like, sorry. I'd be like, no, uh-huh. go to his face. Uh-huh. Apologize. Right. Sorry. I'd be like, sorry for what? And then I make them right. explain. Like, I'm teaching them emotional yeah. intelligence, right? And I think, right. though, because me and you, right, we just said it earlier, the healing journeys that we went through and thinking uh-huh. about self-care, like, we're able to now, like, I think our kids probably will still need their own levels of therapy, right? But right, right. I think there are things that we have gone through and learned that we're uh-huh. able to instill in them so that they can avoid the, you right. know, waiting to their thirties to be this emotionally intelligent, to right. be this aware, and I think being a thirty-year-old in this generation gives you that type of perspective with kids, and even with your partners and who and friends, yeah. it's your perspective. Like, I'm in a space with my friends where you should be able to check me and call me out, and our yeah. friendship doesn't suffer. 
Doesn't mean right. that I won't be offended and mad. No, but because I love you, we have a relationship, then right. we can have that conversation. We can right. talk about it. You can tell me I was wrong. You can tell Josh, you're doing too much. You need to uh-huh. sit down. Are you, you right. know, checking like all those different types of things. And it's more receptive in this age versus in my twenties. I feel like you were reducing me. Mm-hmm. I felt like you were coming for my neck or you meant right. me no good just because right. you were calling me out. And that's not right. always the case, right? True. So I think that all goes back to that mindset thing. And to your point, why 30s is the better version of the 20s. And not only Mm -hmm. do you have more money, but I think even your your um, non-financial resources Uh are great in terms of Uh wisdom and maturity and thought processes and perspectives. And all of that um, just matters so much more. Yep. Um, and it's yeah. so much more apparent, I'll say it that way, um, in your 30s. Yeah. And I, I think the, the mothers in the churches be like, keep on living. And you I think the more you live, like you it. just see, <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? Like you see things differently, man. And I think the older you get, it's like you just see things differently, see things differently, see things differently. Like, so it just, it, things makes more sense the older you get, if that makes, you know, if that makes sense. No, absolutely, absolutely. That makes a ton of sense. Um, and that, you know, in the old song said, "We'll understand it." What, Brian? Bye, 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 and bye. And I think bye. we're in the bye and bye. bye. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, let's wrapping up the conversation because um, I feel like we can get caught up and be deep. Um, but what are mm-hmm. the worst things that you've experienced so far in this in, in your thirties? <clears throat> the worst? Mm-hmm. I, I really think the worst is just health, like. Um, like I just, you know, I don't like that part. The um aches and pains. Um, granted, I I could be I need to be more mobile and exercise more things of that nature, but I just don't like the um I just don't like the <laughs> the the struggle to lose weight. I just hate that. Um because I can catch one too. It's like I want to lose weight, but I'm like, I want to eat this 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 bag of hot Cheetos. Um <laughs> you know some of these struggles we put on ourselves, y'all. I know. I, know. I, I, I admit it. I, I admit it. I said I can be. I can do this. I can do that. <clears throat> but that's the that's the biggest thing. I like. I just you know hate that piece. But I said like other than that, like I there's not too many complaints. Um, not too many complaints. I think sometimes I do be. I am a little retrospective uh, on my twenties and some things I probably would have done differently. Oh yeah, changed. Sure. Um. Some things I think like, man, well, if I would have done this in my twenties, I probably would be better off in my thirties. You know what I'm saying? And then thinking like, what if I, if I do this in my thirties, what do my forties look like? So I think in this space, I look back, but I also look forward, and I'm trying to figure out uh, uh, what I'm, what I'm, what I want in life. Um, that's pretty much, pretty much it. That's the worst. It's just the weight. What about you? Um, the worst part, um, I think it is the aging concept because I'm a little vain. Mm-hmm. So I think it is the aging. Um, I will say this though, mm-hmm. I have on numerous occasions gotten, especially this birthday. It's like Josh, mm-hmm. how old are you turning? Like thirty three. It's like one person said it kind of perfectly. They was like, on one end I'm surprised, and on another end I'm not. I'm like, what does mm-hmm. that mean? They was like, okay. well, I'm not because you kind of got an old soul, Josh. So you know, I kind of thought you were in your thirties. They was like, but. Mm-hmm. Just looking at you, bro, like you don't look 33. And I was uh-huh. like, I, now I sure appreciate it. I sure uh-huh. appreciate it. 
I appreciate um, you. Yeah, That's I sure appreciate working. you. Yeah, I mean, but I say that, well, I do have a really good skincare routine. Um, I have one of those. I have one of those as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I drink my water. I mind my business. I try to eat healthy. Um, I try my best not to stress out about stuff that will cause uh-huh. aging and things like that. Yep. Um, you know, all those different types of things. So, but I say aging because to your point, like I have some physical goals and I have uh-huh. to work, you know, so much. Like I got a little mentee mm-hmm. um, who's early 20, like 24. Uh-huh. Now, granted, he's a former track star, so he already okay. has decent shape. But uh-huh. when I tell you that boy eat whatever he wants, uh-huh. and his body wouldn't, it's it won't change. I mean, he works mm-hmm. out, but it won't change. I will if I ate like that and even worked out, I would probably just look like a half fit dad bod. <laughs> because I mean, because my body just it res- like I was saying earlier about the it responds to foods and things. Uh-huh. Different, and even not just from the aesthetic <laughs> standpoint, bro. You know, I love spice. Right. I eat too much of it now. I mm-hmm. am paying for it tomorrow. So, like, even just being cautious, yeah, of the types of foods and yeah, thinking about food stuff. alternative. Like, I still eat spicy, but there was I a can't. time where I could eat like I could mound jalapenos like on a taco. Uh-huh. Versus now, I give me two. One in the front, one in the back. <laughs> Take that oh, one yeah. bite, that second. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah. Like when I used to get my church's chicken, which give me two uh-huh. jalapeno peppers because I'm gonna go through them with mine. <laughs> now I just need. If I get a three piece, I need one pepper, and it's gonna last me for all three pieces of this chicken. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas I used to get one pepper per chicken. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so it was it was those types of things that make the difference in. Oh, uh, I would say. What was I going to say? Brooklyn. That makes it no. It's okay. Parenting, parenting in your thirties. Parenting in your thirties. Parenting in your thirties. Sometimes the kids be at home, and you see yeah. that's the things that you got to deal with. Um. Oh, little Brook Brook threw me off because that's that's real. That's real yeah. though. You know that that is, that was right there as empirical evidence. Yes. <laughs> and that's not necessarily. But I'm gonna I'm gonna make a point, and as your child, so I'm gonna let you jump in. But uh-huh. I will say it's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh-huh. But as you get children, it is the one of the things be, that I won't say that becomes an inconvenience mm-hmm. is having to shift your life, yeah, to parent and everything oh, yeah. that you got going on. Yeah, and I think at this point, your life is not necessarily your life. Like Mm-mm. it is, but your when you take out the responsibility, like even though your happiness is important, but like again, they didn't choose to be in this world. Yeah. So you got to make sure that they are happy, that they are they have everything they need. So your life really shifts, and you you got two boys. I got one daughter, so your life is way more active than mine because you got two boys that are in sports and stuff oh. like that. I guess my daughter just has gymnastics and you know sw- swimming and all that kind of stuff now. So literally, uh, if I'm not like working, you know, I'm doing stuff for Brooklyn or yeah. I'm hanging out with Brooklyn. Yeah, and and. They don't care. Like if you, you know, having a bad day, they don't care if um, you're tired. They don't care if you, you know, were working and you just like they just want what you want. And and um, I think it's one of the, the one of the better blessings um, of it mm-hmm. of 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 parenting your thirties is it's cool because you have a different level of, of understanding and a mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also a thing of really. Um. Your life is not yours yours anymore. So life maturity not has to happen. Yours. 
So maturing has that. So maturing no, has no, no, to no, happen. No, 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 you, I belong. Um, I give myself. I remember another point minute. too. Like, not everybody in the 30s has matured too. Because oh, considered. Absolutely. Before yeah. we dive into that though, can we like okay. skip right back halfway okay. for a second to kids? I think okay. another part about, and this doesn't just have nothing to do with your 30s, but I think it is important to note that the decision of when to have children. Yeah. Right? Because me and Asher, we I think we've mentioned this briefly on the show before. Mm-hmm. Me and Asher started mm-hmm. uh, by circumstance very early. <laughs> but because of that, we also was like, we want more children, but we don't want them to grow up almost as strangers. Right? Because yeah. my dad and his brother are literally, uh, well, my uncle, my uncle Lee has passed, but um, he was, basically he was old enough to be his daddy. They're 20, like 21, 20 some years apart. Um, uh-huh. So my dad grew up essentially as an only child because Uncle Lee left West Memphis, Arkansas, and went to New York <laughs> to live. And then eventually when he left New York, went to Illinois. He never came back to Arkansas except I think his mm-hmm. his latter years, right before he passed, he moved back uh, with my grandmother. But needless to say, they grew up, you know, as brothers, but not as like, not like you and your brothers or me and my sisters, right? Uh-huh. Um, so me and Ash were very intentional about making sure that second child and potentially a third, which... You have a third, but they it was not too many years in between them. So we had right, both right. of our children. I was done have I had two kids by twenty five. Uh huh. And like I mean, you were talking like you know, and all jokes aside, I'm thirty three, and right. when I'm forty, when I turn yeah. forty, Empty my son money. will be gradu- starting freshman year of college, and Jaden uh-huh. will be starting his junior year of high school. You're you're forty. Brooklyn will be like what third, fourth grade. If Dude, that she's three now, <laughs> first nigga, first, first grade. second, first grade, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's just like so to and, and to put that in context, those are the dynamics, right? Of when you mm-hmm. start thinking about your 20s and the decisions you make in your 20s that affect your 30s, because it's like you know, because that's pros and cons. You mm-hmm. started later, but you were mm-hmm. able to. Brian and Laura was always out, 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 out not in Georgia. They might as well mm-hmm. have just paid property taxes just because they had to. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> They were and they, they were always willing to go somewhere. <laughs> they yep. was always I ain't gonna say always free like they didn't have a life, but they were like yeah, but we were free. Yeah, they yeah, were free yeah. because they didn't have any children. It was just them yeah. too. So they did whatever they wanted to do. Yep. Ash and I was the ones like, let us know in advance we can get a baby, especially when her mama moved here. We got and right. remember when Josh was a baby, we had that stroke, we had that car seat everywhere. Everywhere. Because <laughs> yeah. we didn't yeah. have nobody. Um mm-hmm. but and that also sometimes restricted because we didn't want to bring a baby into those spaces. Mm-hmm. And, so it really changed our life. But then, you know, as we navigate, as we hit 40 and still be youngish, yeah. kid free. And Brian will be, yeah. you know, with a six-year-old. <laughs> yeah. And to that point, like, okay, so would you so so what would you do it over? Would you have the young kid young and then struggle a little bit? Or would you have them later in abundance? So what I would if I could change <laughs> anything, Josh would be Jaden's age. That's the I okay. think that's the youngest I would go because mm-hmm. I I like the fact that I'll be relatively done raising children at 40, 40 because Jaden yeah. be fifteen, so three years from so at forty three he'll be eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> you know what and I'm that's, saying. That's my thing too. I would if I could have changed anything. Um, granted, we had some issues from infertility yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. not ashamed to talk about that. But um, like if we could have, I would have definitely had my kids. Well, would have had Brooklyn. Much earlier, so then by like forty five, yeah. like that's empty nest. You know what I'm saying? Pretty We're much. like, 
if it does now, it's like my fifties. You Bro, know what I'm saying? My baby sister, Jessica. Let me see. I turned thirty three, so Jessica's twenty nine. Mm-hmm. My parents have been empty nesters for at least. I mean, Jessica lived with them for a while, but in terms of like actively raising kids for at least ten years, mm. and my dad are just my dad's fifty nine. So since about forty nine, uh-huh. he's been done raising uh-huh. children. And Jessica was nineteen ten years ago, so he was, you know. And yeah. I just said that she was like, because yeah. my parents also want to ain't the parents who like when you are eighteen you got to get out. But like I'm right. talking about like actively raising and like uh-huh. caring for in that way. They were done in their yeah. late forties. Yeah, that's what's up. And, and, and this was about child number three. This was about child number three, right? Yeah. So like, uh-huh. so even as they were raising their last child, they still had one left. They had yeah. one left, and she yeah. was a brat anyway. You, you, you know, she's the baby, <laughs> you know, spoiled. But my point is, it's like it is. It is a different level, and to see them now, I be calling them, "Where y'all going?" When your daddy going, blah 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 blah. You know, and it's just, but they just out here living. They just, yeah. they doing their thing. They going out when they want to. My mom, I'm, and my, you know, my mom knows a career woman, but also you know, a, a housemaker, so to speak. Right. Um. But she be like, Mm-mm, "Me and your daddy going to Houston's. We just, that's just what we wanted." Yeah. And you know, just like <laughs> what, what none of that yeah. when I was growing up. Like my mama said, right. "You Houston's when they got their taxes." <laughs> <laughs> and Red yeah. Lobster was the fancy dinner on the weekends, mm-hmm. um, if that right. So like. Yeah. I get your point to be at a certain age, you know, you 40, because 40s, you know, mm-hmm. as they say, it's kind of like the new 30s. You you got even more money. Yeah. You're not old. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You still got energy. And if you take care of yourself, you look good. Yeah. And imagine yeah, yeah. that life with no children or the responsibility of like yeah. heavy parenting. I'm going to say it that way. Yeah. 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 I get it. Woo. So I, w- I would recommend either you, if you're, those that are in their 20s. <clears throat> Make the decision, like make it now. Make it now. Determine like, those pros kids. and cons. Yeah, yeah. De- determine the pros and cons. Do you want early now, um, or do you want to try to solidify your career, get all that kind of stuff, and then just know on the back end, you're not going to have the the freedom you the freedom. want. So you, you need you need to travel now. You need to go to all the concerts and musicals, whatever you want to go to now, right? Or decide, you know what, I'm gonna have kids now, and then. In essence, quote unquote, sacrifice my earlier years yeah. to have the freedom of my of my later years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, do those pros and cons now. That yeah. Was, that's, yeah, that, that's a that's a big big deal. It is because, like I said, if I could do anything differently, if we didn't have Josh when we had him, I believe Ash and I probably still got married relatively early, and maybe had uh-huh. Jay, maybe had Josh, right? Yeah, because you know you know how genetics work and stuff. So yeah. Josh at the 25, 26 age. And they right. probably would have been closer in age, maybe like a two year, uh-huh. and it would have been right. like by twenty eight we had our last two. You know what I'm saying? It would have been something around yeah. that. So we'd look, we were probably looking at like a seven, eight year old and like a five year old uh-huh. type situation yeah. right now. Um, yep. But yeah, I, I, I thinking about my trajectory and where I am, and mm-hmm. how life was rough <laughs> mm-hmm. with just Josh and no like real support. Um, right. here family support like we had our friends yeah. and stuff you know what I'm saying but like right. real support in terms of dropping them off and mm-hmm. just you know all that kind of stuff because I tell Jessica and Rashawn all the time y'all are lucky right. how many times I call my mom and I hear them I hear my niece and nephews in the background and mm-hmm. I just wish I could just drop my kids off at the drop of a dime like that because mm-hmm. um, Ashley's mom is also single you know what I'm saying yeah. so it's that element of you know not trying to yeah. overburden her that's and my, then, my mom yeah, the and then, uh, <laughs> and then, like, um, it's only Ash's mom here. 
But like mm-hmm. Rashonda and Jessica have not only my parents, but their uh-huh. in-law, but their spouse's parents. Right? Yeah. So they got like two sets of families and then me and Rashonda have different dads. So she got three sets of, fam- uh-huh. of families <laughs> that she can, you know, so that she can go to on yeah. top of cousins and aunties and yeah. all this yeah. stuff. Like we don't have, like we don't have, we just got Karen. So even though uh-huh. we have help, it's still like we gotta be, we gotta pace it out. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to overwhelm her. We gotta do this. Uh-huh. I know living soldiers can be a lot, so we, so we gotta we gotta pace it out and and do these things. So um, that took a different turn real quick, but I think that's really important uh-huh. to talk about, like how making certain decisions in your 20s yep. kind of affect the trajectory. Um, of your thirties, I'm gonna ask this last question. We're gonna play a culture code game between the two of us. Uh-huh. Um, so this last one is: What did you plan to do differently, or continue to do in your thirties that you did not do in your twenties? Think about me. Okay. First, <clears throat> consider my 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 happiness, my needs, my desires first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In my twenties, I didn't do that at all. Yeah, I would agree with yeah. that, and I would add. I think I've said this as a black man self care before: is be more present and be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was so, and I'm still busy, but I was so like, had my hands on so many things, <laughs> mm-hmm. just people pleasing mentality to yeah. where I missed a lot of moments. I was there, mm-hmm. but I wasn't there. Yeah. I, right, I right, can, right. Bro, I can tell you, well, sometimes people tell stories, they'd be like, Josh, you remember? You were there. I'd be like, bro. I was so caught up trying to, you know, do whatever that I don't mm-hmm. have. I mean, I have the memory, but not the deep memories. Right, right, uh, right, and I'm already bad with dates and stuff like that. Anyway, sometimes so that doesn't help okay. me. But that's what um, I plan to continue to do is to live in the moment and on purpose, um, and not necessarily always trying to achieve something. Um, so culture code. So you know, okay. Brian and I love culture code. We ask questions mm-hmm. around the culture, but this time we want to focus it like on adulting. So I don't know if Brian has like movie questions or music. I don't have any of those. These are more like life decisions. Um, I think it's a lot of decisions too. Okay, well we're on the same okay. page. So you want to go first, or you want me to go? I'm um, sure I can go first. Okay, great. Um, so this is kind of falling under what level of adulting are you? Okay. <laughs> so people say you know the greatest level of adulting is are your bills on auto pay? Some of them. <laughs> Some of them. So like when we were renting and we were going to do something for mortgage that came out on the third mm-hmm. because me and Ashley, you both used to get paid at the 15th and 30th. So it was the first, but uh-huh. now uh-huh. I'm back to bi-weekly. So uh-huh. like that day, so I put it back on the third because that yeah. day may change. So right. certain things, mortgage, life insurance, uh-huh. um, <laughs> it's a couple others that auto insurance, it's like the stuff that like the stuff that is legally binding. <laughs> is on and the things that like keep us from being homeless yes yeah. but like utilities I might be like you know what let's pay because you know this is where I might get irresponsible I'm going to California so uh-huh. we're going to pay half of this light bill <laughs> and then pay the other half next check you uh-huh. know what I'm saying but it, it, it just it really depends because sometimes yeah. I mean, because also utility bills fluctuate and I uh-huh. might not want you to might not want you to take $400 out of my account that makes sense. Yeah, so it, I ain't that grown yet. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so mine is a would you rather? Okay. Would you have? We know that you already have grays. Yeah. I'm gonna ask. Would you have rathered your first gray hair to be in your hair or beard, or in your nutsack? 
<laughs> nutsack. <laughs> you can have, have that. Gray hair for nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. You got gray hair in your nutsack yet? No. Well, I, okay. I shave it too often to probably even know. <laughs> right, but you don't have gray. You don't have gray in your hair or anything, do you? I got. I have one here, two under there. Oh wow. Okay, it's starting. All it's right. Starting. It's, it's starting. But down there, I probably would never know. No. <laughs> keep it trim. Keep it cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so again, level of adulting when you're out of town for an extended period of time, multiple days in a hotel. Uh-huh. Do you unpack your clothes and you put them in the hotel drawer? I live out that suitcase. I, 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 <laughs> I put my, first of all, my mama told me you don't know how clean them drawers are. <laughs> so no, sir. Do you? Okay. I'm gonna act that back. It's like multiple days, yes. I've been trying to be a little more mature. Brother, I was in Muncie, Indiana for a week and lived out that suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will hang up like suits and stuff. I will take that out of the uh-huh. pocket. But outside of that, yeah. I'm not packing no drawer. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Got it. Okay. okay. Um, would you rather have okay. bionic knees or more energy during the day? You can only choose one. More energy. Okay. So you let them knees crack if you have more energy. I guess I'm not doing nothing like mega knees. I don't know, you know. Wait, ain't about that. It's just like bending over and walking up steps. Oh, <laughs> that's it. So more energy. Okay, so if I have my current level of energy, I'm fine with my current level of energy. So I'll take this by buying the knees. Okay, so you'll take the knees. Stuff don't hurt. The knees don't hurt. Yeah. Okay. I okay. think I'm the same because I'm not like always tired. I feel like if I had mm-hmm. a good nap, I'd be okay. But if I could walk up steps or walk up a hill, like Jada's football practice mm-hmm. is down a hill. So when we walk into the car, I gotta pace myself, for that. <laughs> that up your walk for you. Ooh, it gets to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. What kind of childish cereal are you currently eating these days? Captain Crunch Oops All Bears. I just had a, a bowl this morning. Oops All Bears. <laughs> your mouth getting your mouth, the the crunch bears don't tear your mouth up. No, they don't. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <coughs> I will okay. say, might be TMI, but my poop has been blue. Like royal mm. blue. It is way okay. too much food color in that stuff. I'm you like, clearly. this should not be happening to, <laughs> to me. And it only not happened when I ate them two bowls the last couple of days. So Okay. Okay. What about you? Um Cinnamon Toast Crunch all day. Favorite, favorite mm-hmm. cereal. I eat the raisin bran and all that kind of stuff and special K, you know. But if I'm gonna go like childish cereal. It's gonna be cinnamon toast crunch. We'll be honest and say I'd rather die young if I eat me some cinnamon before I eat me some special candy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Give me some almonds and some nuts in my cereal. <laughs> Just give me some almonds. Period. <laughs> I mean, I put it in my give me some frosted flakes. Give me my sugar. And we're gonna be fine. Uh okay. Would you rather have more okay. time in the morning or more time in the evening? More free time, that is. Free time? In the evening. Okay. Free time in the evening. Um, and that's hang out with family more and I work in the evening. So I'd rather have more time of just enjoying each other. So I would say that I would rather have more time in the, in the evening because mm. everybody in the morning pretty much goes to work, goes to school Yeah, in the evening when everybody's home. And, but it feels like by the time we get settled, eat dinner, it's already bad time. You know, Brooklyn's going to sleep. Then Lauren wants to go to sleep. And then at that point it's like the right. day has pretty much gone. Yep. I struggled you? with that because I feel like if all of us had later starts, it'll give us more time at the top of our day. True. Um, because I feel like, <clears throat> have you do you remember like those Saturdays where you didn't have nothing to do? Mm-hmm. You were just Long in bed and 
you know, just chilling. And when you finally got yeah. your day started, it was probably like 12, 1, 2 o'clock. Like, mm-hmm. those were a good day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I thought about those days, but then I thought about exactly what you're saying. Like, tonight, both boys got sports practices. Mm-hmm. They're not, neither one of them are done until 8 o'clock. <clears throat> so, by the mm-hmm. time we come home, dinner, it is literally home, dinner, shower, bed. Yeah. And we're back up at six somewhere. Ash is up at six in the morning. Me and Josh are up at like seven thirty because he starts school later and stuff like that. So it's pro I don't know that I have a I probably would choose the evening because the evenings are so crazy right now in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, um so what childish or considered childish activity or even food that you would never give up, no matter how old you get. Uh, um, my candy addiction. So I'm gonna be eating sour patches until I probably have dentures. Um, that's just just what I'm gonna be doing. <laughs> <laughs> you, Josh, gonna be eighty with a bag of sour patch kids <laughs> on his desk. Uh, I'm not giving up that childish activity. Probably playing video games to a certain yeah. extent. Uh, okay. I'm not a big gamer, but I will bust out like 2K and Madden and Mortal Kombat yeah. and literally like. And I'm talking about without yeah. Josh and Jaden yeah. and just oh, yeah, play. Me too. Yeah, those are kind <laughs> of things. That's the night. Relaxing me at night. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. like, I don't know. Like, effect fitness is probably for the young, but as long mm-hmm. as my knees can handle it, mm-hmm. I'll be there. Yeah, um, yeah. How about you? you? I think you just what did you say? Video games? Is, yeah, I'll play video games forever. Like, cause that that calms me. It's my mm-hmm. own personal space. I'm not doing anything crazy. Um, food, kid, childish food. Probably chocolate. I I just enjoy chocolate. Like chocolate, so me candy. I, yeah, I like candy. Um, okay. Do you prefer in your 30s loud music or what they would what people would consider appropriate volume music? Loud music. Mm-hmm. Let that thing knock. Let it go. <laughs> Especially in my let car. It. Oh yeah, let it go. Like it gets to the point where when Lauren gets in my car, she's complaining because it's too loud. But I I want to feel it. I want to feel every note, every I want that bass beat. in my chest. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, all right. My last one is, um, what is something that you swore you would never do as a kid, but now you do as in as in your thirties? I would never do. Wow. Um, or maybe something that your parents did that you like didn't like, but now you do it because you, you understand it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is gonna be an interesting one. So. At one point, I would cook like a pot of chili or something because mm-hmm. I ain't have a lot of money and make it stretch. But now I'm cooking a pot of chili because who got time to cook every right. single day? <laughs> right. So like I understand, like I don't think it was mama always saying, I need to save money, and more so right. like it's time. cold. This gonna last us two, three days. I ain't gotta cook. We bit, you know what I'm saying? So like that's something that I definitely do. Another thing that I said I wouldn't do was during the holidays around food again. My mom would uh-huh. be like, um, what would she say? Oh, I ain't cooking again until uh, until all this food gone. And uh-huh. brother, I will go on strike. Ashley will go buy food. I'd be like, nope, we eating it all until mm-hmm. everything is absolutely gone. Um, yeah. So that's something that I, and I get it because especially with inflation, food is expensive. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yep. Same here. Um, that 
it, and it's convenient. It's all about convenience. It's convenient? like you can afford other food, cook every night, but I'm gonna make the spaghetti so last like three or four days, so yeah, you I'm, don't have to eat. Bro, I was yeah. literally saying I'm cooking chili tonight. Yeah, and I know we usually eat wings and stuff on Friday, but that means you eat chili Saturday. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I'm not gonna be doing all this. Um, right. All right, last question for you: Do you <coughs> rather fill up from E or fill up on half? Oh, I fill up on E. Me too. I don't be thinking yeah. about that. I be like, I got a half tank gas. You yeah. know what I mean? The miles I At one point, I just half, but I, I don't drive enough to be like, nah, I'm a, it's going to be E. It's going to be E for like some days. Again, but I'm, a I'm not e. that I'm not that level of an adult. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Well, fun fact, my dad only puts a half a tank of gas in his <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, don't, he rarely feels you get his you get his car rev, it is always at half or below. Man right. of God be like, well, man, you gotta do all that. I know how far my car can go, I ain't gotta fill it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, all right. If that wraps yeah. up, um, that's all we got. That wraps up this version of um the living room. room. Brian, you ready to get into some black man self-care real quick? Let's do it. Let's go. We're a black man or black person self care at oh, this yeah. point, you know, we where we talk about things that we do to take care of our black owned selves. So this week, Josh, let the people know what you plan on doing to take care of yourself. Yeah, man. It is going to be this may not sound like self care, but I am going to finish organizing spaces in the house, particularly my office. Uh-huh. Um right now it's kind of cluttered, but I do plan on going to like a home goods or a hobby lobby, you know. Yeah. And not break the bank because I also understand you can't do it all. I, ain't, I don't make that much right. money yet. Right. But like, if I see like a little like we were in Home Goods, like getting like necessary stuff like a shower or curtain for the mm-hmm. boys' bathroom, man. And I bought right. a picture because it was like ten dollars. You know, Home Goods it ain't like Macy's. Like you can go online and go find it. Like you see uh-huh. that picture, you got to buy it. Right. Uh, so if I see like a little trinket or something for my office, I'm gonna do that. Um, I do. I don't like putting things together, but if I can find a. Um, an affordable like shelf, mm-hmm. I can do and start putting these books up, um, like little stuff like that. So start organizing my space and making this space because my last office, quote unquote, I split it with the guest room. Yeah. So it wasn't really an office, but now mm-hmm. I have a dedicated space. So like right. really creating this and turning it into a sanctuary, um, and it. even like the, the chandelier. Like if Home Depot's running a sale on a light fixture. Mm-hmm. buy it you know what i'm saying like yeah. so that, like that little stuff like being real domestic um yep. but really like creating my my safe space and that's mm-hmm. that's gonna be my self-care how about you um i took this weekend off to spend time with family hang out and stuff like that Come so that's my self-care uh so i'm excited about that uh we got uh <clears throat> celebrating Brooklyn's birthday is next week but we're celebrating this weekend we got doing some things doing some family pictures we haven't had family photos in the forever um, hanging out with some of our brothers, um, and that's it. So okay. it's gonna be a nice time of hanging out with family, family and fellowship. Family so, reunion. It's necessary. All right, brother. Um, well, did Roddy Jenkins give us anything for in the bill? I mean, did he put anything in the PO box? We do. We actually have something in there. All right, let's go to it. Let's do it.
All right, good folks. We are at the post office box, and Ronnie Jenkins has delivered our letter on time, as he does every single week. And before we get into it, we want to let you know that you, too, can be featured on the Jigsaw podcast by writing in to ask the Jigsaw, that is A-S-K, the Jigsaw at gmail.com. And we yeah. will um, give you a pseudonym because we respect your privacy and your pronouns. We will possibly read your letter out loud and give you the best therapeutic, non-professional therapeutic advice that you can receive on Cicely Tyson's internet. So that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, who yes. do we have and what do they want? All right, pronouns, uh, she and her. Ooh. She and her. Oh, um, Lavita Alize Jenkins. Lavita Alize Jenkins, great, great name in great Black name. history. Great name. <laughs> uh, Lavita Alize Jenkins writes: Brian and Josh, hope you two are well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the weekly laughs and always insightful content. Oh, you two you. are one of the highlights of my week. Yeah. I'm a 29 year old woman living in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Moved back here because my mom was sick, and since my job is 100 percent remote, I wanted to be close to her. I'm originally from here, but left because of the lack of diversity. Since my return, I've noticed that many of the people I was closest to have also moved away, mainly to get out of this hella white place. Because many of my community, many of my community from my childhood and adolescence are gone, I am forced to find community again. My family is small and my mom and dad moved here for work when I was born. So I don't have any cousins or anything here either. How do I find black community and find connection to my people? I have not had to do this at this level as an adult. I know you're not from this area, but any advice on how to navigate super white spaces would be helpful. Thanks, Levita Alize Jenkins. Whew. Robinson. <laughs> she did get married. <laughs> she did get um, married. That is tough because I think navigating white spaces and navigating white cities uh-huh. is probably two different monsters. Yeah. Uh, so I'm from a hella black city, um, mm-hmm. 60 to 70% black. Atlanta is ridiculously black. <laughs> black. Yeah, it's not hard to find um, black people. Right. I went to an HBCU. Like my high, so I've corporate environments is when I had to learn how to navigate white spaces. And sometimes in high school, because I was an overachiever, I found yeah. myself in some district level activities. Right. Um so but I will say, <clears throat> I'll give you this. Um, go back to, and I know you were a lot younger, but how did you create and find community in your teenage and adolescence years, right? Right. Um, yeah, I know your mama probably knew some black women and y'all met up yeah. at the park, so you can't necessarily have the prearranged play dates, but I'm uh-huh. sure there are some black, you know, the Urban League or some millennial um, uh-huh. uh, groups that meet up, some networking events. Um does your job have a black ERG? Is there anyone else in Seattle um, that worked for your company that you can probably connect to? Um, because that's a way. Um, or does somebody in your ERG, black ERG, that's employee resource group, if you don't know, because I know mm-hmm. some companies call them something differently. Do they know anyone in Seattle that they can probably mm-hmm. link you with? Not necessarily on no right. dating tip, but just kind of link you with and you know, you start friendship. And meet their friends and build camaraderie that way. So I would probably go through um, people at work because I don't. Yeah. I personally don't know anybody in Seattle. So, but that doesn't mean that no one at my uh-huh. job doesn't know anyone from Seattle. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Um, so yeah. So I would try to find this because even in a bunch redump, predominantly white cities, I've heard black people have their spaces. So mm. finding that space. So even though Seattle is white, it's not like North Dakota. So right. it's probably easier to find the blacks than it is in some like really small uh-huh. remote 
place. So I would just look for that and, you know, get on the Googles, get on Eventbrite, get on Instagram. Yeah. Um, you know, black people, we like to brunch. And white people, I don't yeah. think white people brunch. I don't think to the levels that we do. Yeah, so you know, so but I'm saying I would I would do the hashtags looking for stuff like that, like Sunday brunch in yeah. Seattle, like you know, and uh-huh. you know, of course, some mainstream restaurants will pop up, but look at the restaurants that look black on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Find the restaurants that look like that's what a colorful be, right? And go there, sit at the bar. That's a great yeah. way to, especially because brunch is usually with groups. But if you're at the bar and you turning up, like I don't know, like I would find event events that kind of force me to communicate or to be social mm-hmm. um but particularly where the black people go and hang i mean that's really all yep. I got for. and don't be and if you're an introvert prepare your mind now and don't be like start conditioning yourself to be social because it seems like you really want community and right. you can't want it if you don't go seek it right so yeah, and I, I don't have too much to add to that just find black things that you like to do and i'm pretty sure black people will be there Yes. That's it. <laughs> right. Go to black restaurants, go to black movies, black theaters, mm-hmm. uh, black concerts. Um, I'm sure there's a black history festival somewhere. Juneteenth is always going to be, I know we'll be past it, but Juneteenth festivals is going to be a thing. Um, all of that. Just listen. Black Panther coming like a, out, go to the movies. There's going to be right. a bunch of us there. <laughs> yeah. Check, check hashtag, like you said, Black Seattle or Seattle Blacks. I'm pretty sure it's something TikTok. like that. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So that's pretty much it. Just find black things and go to the black places. That's it. All right. Well, um, ready to head on to the greater conversation, get some off your chest? Let's do it. All right, let's go. Let me talk. Let me talk. All right, we're here at a greater conversation where we get things off of our chests. I say it all the time, man. Listen. You know, tomorrow's not promised. Cuss them out today. So this is where we do that here. So Josh, do you have something you want to get off your chest? No, I don't. I'm going to actually choose Joy today, but we were talking pre-show and I know you had something. Yes. So the floor is yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, <just> bad customer <laughs> service is really, just really pisses me off. So just to let you know, um, daughter got sick, had a fever. School called me, went to urgent care for the, for the kids. Mm-hmm. I get there. Lauren gets there first. She's like, I'm going to check Brooklyn in. I said, all right, wonderful. I said, cool. All right, so I said, Brooklyn's in the car. She's sleeping. Lauren comes out and says, hey, I almost had to cut somebody out because they said that they're going to take Brooklyn off the list because she's not present. I said, all right, let's do that. So if you are a husband or father, you are most likely a protector and you're like, um, this is not about to happen. Mind you, my child is sick, so that's a whole other level of frustration. Uh, so I went in there, guns blazing. Mm-hmm. And I went in, literally went in the door to ask Lauren, who was it? <laughs> who was the person that said that? Who did? So, unfortunately, it was a sister at the desk and I do not, you know, I, I do support our black sisters and all that kind of stuff. But I immediately went there, again, guns blazing and said, why did you take my child's name off this list? She's a sick child, and she didn't talk to me directly. She talked directly to somebody else and told the other person, like either her manager or the security guard, or whatever, said, oh, I took them off the list because the child wasn't present. And then that's when I lost all of my Fs that I had to give, and I went off, and then she was looking at me crazy. And I said, what are you looking at, lady? You are, you, why would you take a child off the list? I said, we were literally sitting outside the car. My daughter's sick. She was sleeping. All you had to do is communicate with my wife, mm-hmm. right? If that was the procedure, that was the protocol, if you had to be here within 10 minutes, why did you not talk to my wife? And then she said, well, why are you raising your voice? I said, ma'am, because clearly you don't understand what I'm talking about. 
right? You don't understand what I'm saying. So it got to the point where the security guard had to say, hey, brother, you got to either, you know, relax or you got to leave. So I immediately called them all trash and said, you guys are trash. What you're doing, you need to do better in your job, blah, 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 blah. And I just proceeded to walk out of the building, okay? Granted, I probably went too far, but I went in there guns blazing. When my wife tells me that somebody's treating them wrong and somebody's not allowing my daughter to do what they need to do, sometimes it calls for you to do what Jesus does, go in there and turn over those tables and, and let people have what they need to have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But to that point, like it, soft skills are important. If you're working at a front desk somewhere, yes, you need soft skills, right? Clearly, you have a person, right? A parent who has a sick child, right? You didn't explain the process. You didn't explain anything. You didn't say, sir, well, I do apologize according to our procedure and our process. This is how it is. I understand your frustration. I understand your concern. I know you're probably frustrated. Let me see what I can do for you. No, the young lady had the attitude. She was rude. She was dismissive. And, you know, I used to be mad at my mom going off with people when I was younger. And I said, mom, it's not worth it. But no, it was principle. Principle is a thing we talked about in our 30s. And some things I probably wouldn't have done when I was younger. But now principle matters. Your children matter. I'm a fight for my kids. I'm standing for my family. And it is what it is. I'm not ashamed. I was ashamed because I got escorted out by the security. But I'm not ashamed that I stood up for my family. Um, and I did what was right. After I left, Lauren kind of added up the shenanigans and Kept telling the lady when she was rude and unprofessional. Called the manager. You know, we do believe in calling on managers. That's not just for the whites. If somebody is unprofessional, call that manager. Um, and we called the manager. The manager was able to do some things, got some things worked out. I stayed in the car because I was too frustrated um, to go back inside. But everything ended up working out. My daughter's doing well. Um, but, yeah, like, tomorrow's our promise, man. Let the people have it today, especially if they're in the wrong. Um, I probably wouldn't have went too far. I probably could have been a little more, uh, you know, nice right a little more professional let me say that but um you, you gotta you know disrespect needs to be met with you know a certain level of of aggression so i did what i had to do and that's that's pretty much it and i feel like you were warranted in your decision to do what you had to do because you don't play with folk mm-hmm. and the kids especially you they sick children do you understand that? right and how simple would mm-hmm. it have been to just if i'm telling you my child is in the car sleep they are technically here. They so are all, here. All, all they are this, not in the building, but they're yeah, literally in the all, car. All this dr- and if she's sick, it makes sense that she's resting. Listen. Um, you know, but anyway, um, <laughs> that wraps up another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast. As always, we want to thank you all so much for listening in. We really appreciate you for holding this, holding us down and being here um, throughout, I would say throughout the years, but it's it's been two years, actually throughout the years. <laughs> two years yeah so thank y'all so much uh, for your support your love and your generosity um we love you for all that you do um yeah so thank you thank you thank you for following us keeping up with us holding us accountable all the different types of things we love y'all we appreciate y'all and mm-hmm. we couldn't do this without you we could but it wouldn't be the same without you it wouldn't be the same yeah yeah we would be great without you but uh we're not a great you know we're, we're greater with you oh yes um with that being said, uh, thank you all for everything that you do. Continue to follow us, subscribe, and all that kind of stuff. We're on every single platform. Follow us on all the social medias. I am Josh Rogers. I am Ryan Hare, the Jigsaw Podcast. Check out the website, thejigsawpodcast.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about any future episodes, y'all gave us some great feedback. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, and we're going to implement some of those. This was one of them, yeah. so shout out. This is one of them. This is definitely one of them. So shout out to um, the, the um, I don't know, do we name the person that sent the suggestion or not? I mean, you can I think her name was Nicole. Nicole, 
should I give her her? her, her now, Nicole, thank you, Nicole, for your yeah. suggestion of this episode. <laughs> we appreciate you. Coley Cole, I think as they call her for short. Um, so shout out to you for this. Um, continue to support us. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, and that's pretty much it. I think we've been here a long time. Yeah, we have. So uh, if there's nothing else, um, you can only do what you can while you can and rip as ways that you can. But all you're doing, please make sure that your work mm-hmm. is not undone. Love y'all. We out. Bless you. Peace.